0: Hi, this is Deadeye Dave, welcoming you to the Real Blood Podcast Network. Each Saturday, you will hear a new episode of either Reasonably Real, which is our general movie podcast, or The Cast That Drips Blood, which is our horror-focused show. On Monday, we have Reasonably Newsworthy, which is our new show where we talk about the releases that you might be interested in on DVD Tuesday. We have a rotating cast of hosts, and we definitely aren't afraid to chat. So kick back, relax, and enjoy the show. Don't forget to follow us on our Facebook page in the show description and our letterbox profiles as well. If you are interested in supporting the show, telling your friends about us is the best way to make the show expand. If you are interested in supporting us monetarily, our podcasting host Anchor allows you to do that through their website and every dollar is appreciated but never expected. Thank you so much for your continued support and enjoy the show. Welcome to Reasonably Real. This is one of your hosts, Dead Eye Dave, and joining with me today is Jigsaw Jody, Maniac Mike, and Catastrophe Caleb. How you doing? Starting with you, Jigsaw Jody.
1: Oh, doing well. We got dumped on with quite a bit of snow last night, so... Really? gonna enjoy a nice stay-at-home all day kind of day
0: there we go that sounds pretty nice admittedly maniac Mike how are you doing today
2: doing pretty good wishing we had snow
0: snow would be great I, because
2: I, agree. I left for work the other morning and it was four degrees if it's gonna be that cold give me some snow that's all I got to say
0: I agree they call we had people call out over the no snow that, that happened the other day. That was a good time.
2: Yeah, that was funny.
0: Uh, Catastrophe Caleb, <laughs> what have you been up to?
2: Oh, Working
3: as well, so it's it's been a time.
0: All right. Sounds good. I've been pretty busy. You know, a lot of stuff going on. Getting pretty excited about a couple different things. Uh, bought tickets to the Royal Rumble. I'll be there uh, next Saturday. So that'll be a good time to say that.
3: I, I was supposed to go, but due to uh, not being able to get off uh, Friday or Monday next week, I, I won't be able to go to that.
0: that definitely so, so you have a good time though. It'll be a good time. I, I've, uh, never had a, never seen a Royal rumble that I didn't have a good time with to say the least. Um, but, uh, before we digress too far, uh, we have some movies. We're going to be talking about the 2022 year, uh, most anticipated movies list. Uh, so we're just going to kind of go run down the confirmed release dates, Of course, these are generally in theory and going to be quite a few more really good movies announced later in the year because not all movies are planned out into the late stages of of, of the year at, uh, in January. But it gives us a good idea of being able to see a couple of cool ideas. Uh, but before we get into that, Jigsaw Jody, what have you been watching?
1: All righty. Well, I started the week with a film called Profile. It was uh, from the makers of the movie Searching from a couple of years ago, where it takes place entirely on a laptop screen. Uh, was, and I put like it's honestly more scary than any horror movie last year. Um, it's about like the ISIS recruiting teams who recruit like lonely people on the Internet. And yeah, it's a real thing and it's terrifying uh i watched finch with tom hanks uh it's about it's like the like post-apocalyptic future i think there was a solar flare that killed a lot of people or most of the people of the world and uh tom hanks has a robot and a dog and they go on a road trip uh because the place where they're at is going to get destroyed by 40 days of like this solar flare storm or whatever so they had to leave where they were living Uh, it's a, kind of like a road trip movie uh i watched a movie called Shiva Baby, uh, which had first come across my radar this year with award season. It's uh, either Gotham or Independent Spirit Awards or one or both. Um, It's about a young Jewish woman who goes to a Shiva, which is a Jewish funeral. Um, And then there's like every kind of awkward and uncomfortable situation happens. Almost like a Ben Stiller, but not without the like slapstick. Like, you know, her mom is there. And, you know, of course, her mom's like... Wanting to, like, make her seem like she's the best kid ever and, like, competing with her, like, with her aunts and different things like that. Like, um, you know, why aren't you married and that sort of stuff. Um, and then she has uh, it, her ex turns up and her current person that she's sleeping with turns up at the same place. So just, like, that kind of stuff. Um, it was interesting. I, like, got a little bit of culture. Uh learned about, like, Shevas and things like that. Like, I Googled it because... I thought it was Shiva, like I would read it, I thought it was pronounced Shiva, like I thought it was like Shiva, the like God of death or whatever. But no, it's about Shiva's, which are Jewish funerals. So a little more, you know, right there. Uh went and saw Scream for a third time. Uh, I love it every bit as I did the first and second time. Um, just so good. I'm really liking that. I may have plans to see it a fourth time this week, actually, too um watched a movie called About Endlessness it was one of the the challenge movies picked for me and it's kind of a weird thing because when i was watching it i hated it and even thinking on it i hate it and also i like think it's actually pretty neat um cuz it's about it's i wouldn't call it an anthology film because there's like i don't know like 30 30 of them or so little like 1 to 3 minute like Watching people do things that are in life and some of them are pretty serious and some of them are just like, you know, working on the hood of your car for like three minutes. Uh, There's a Catholic communion thing in real time. You're just like watching people take communion in a Catholic church. Um, So the thing about this was I was going to give it a four out of ten because this didn't interest me. Um, It's a not for me kind of thing. But... um, a family member came home and just saw the literally the last little segment or whatever, which was the one I mentioned, it was a guy parked alongside of the road and his hood is open and he's working on his car. And it's like for three minutes long of just watching a dude work on his car, no dialogue, no anything. Um, so she asked like, what? like, that was like, what was like, what did I miss? Or like, was that just the end of the movie (laughs) or whatever? I was like, well, and then I explained the concept of it. And then the more and more that I was explaining the concept of it, I actually like, it really kind of hit me. Like, this is, this is actually kind of neat art. It's not an entertainment movie. That's for sure. Uh, but it's, it's an art film in the pure definition of the world. But then, so then that made me like once I like sat and digested it for a minute, I went from like a four to a seven on it. Um, because um, it's really about nothing and about everything. And it's kind of, it's just kind of, kind of a unique experience. So that's about Endlessness on Hulu. Um, I mean, there's a lot of weird stuff in it. A guy, a guy in modern day gets like crucified in a street and they're like chasing him down the street, whipping him and stuff like that. And I'm like, he's carrying a big cross. and I'm like, uh, okay. But, uh, <laughs> and then there's like this one where it's a man and a woman who are floating in the sky above a city. For a couple of minutes uh okay if you say so but then there's like really like s- stuff about um life and death and things like that so anyways i'll move on from that uh i watched boogie on hbo max i'm trying to clear out hbo max before i cancel it again for another couple months um i'm a big fan of the show fresh off the boat which is uh based off the memoirs of eddie huang he wrote and directed this movie uh it's about basketball and hip-hop so Again, it's like about as not for me as you can get because um, I don't care for basketball and I don't care for hip hop. However, what I do do like, and it kind of goes back to the Shiva baby, is I like learning about other cultures and watching families in movies and things like that. And assuming, you know, especially when it's made by the people uh, like, you know, Eddie Huang is a Chinese American. Um, so he, he he wrote a lot of the Chinese culture into this film and like the pressures that parents actually the both Boogie and Shiva Baby was like this like with the parent the pressure that parents put on their kids to be successful and to make them proud and the, and the way that they're pushed so that that piece of it I really dig I really like seeing that sort of thing um but it's also very basic. I, you know I don't do sports movies and you know I don't really much care for hip hop music so but it, it and like culture and things like that um watched CODA. gosh I could almost I almost hope this wins Best Picture. Um, I know it's going to be nominated for Best Picture. It's the Children of Deaf Adults movie on Apple+. Plus. Uh, man, that was just awesome. Um, yeah,
0: that is a great movie. I really like it.
1: Yep. Uh, then I had some work to do the next day, so I put on in the background and then actually found myself stopping my work to watch it because I actually thought it was actually pretty funny and pretty delightful. But I watched Peter Rabbit too. I don't even know that I've seen Peter Rabbit 1. I think we watched it on Netflix maybe a few years ago. Uh, I don't know. It, I think it would have been pre-letterboxed uh, for me, though, because I didn't have it logged as watch. But anyways, it actually was really funny. So I, I had a good time with it. It was just good, like, uh, um, good kind of disposable entertainment. Kids are going to love it, of course. So And that's who the target audience is. So uh, I watched a movie called Adoration on Shutter. It's really not that much of a horror movie at all. Uh it's, a, it's like a schizophrenic. If you've ever seen the movie Moonrise Kingdom where the the kid, two kids run away together, it's kind of like that but she uh-huh. had, she's gets schizophrenic. Um so there's like the mental illness. There's there's all there's some scenes that have a lot of really like strong tension to it. So like that oh man, then I then I watched right after that cuz it was just there and I clicked on it and I was like why not? A movie called Fang. It's called Fangs. It's also called Snakes. It actually has like a few other names. It's from 1974. And it's about this old man who lives in this town and he's a snake handler and his name is Snakey. I mean, everything on this is like terrible, but it's also amazing. Uh, There's like these twins like twins and they're probably sixties that are always trying to hit one, one's a man and one's a lesbian woman. They're always trying to hit on the same woman together and trying to get like lure her to their house. There's that going on. There's a woman who is, well, it's, you probably call it my snake teacher because uh, she's uh, definitely getting a little freaky with the snakes. Um, and there's like the, the, the religious, like the pastor of the church is like, Oh, he's a snake handler and like all this stuff. It's, bizarre and crazy and terrible and hilarious and it was awesome so uh that was snakes or aka fangs on shutter uh a movie i wasn't going to watch but it got cited me for the cha- uh, challenge It was and and i was glad i did it as soon as i saw it, it was a 24 but a movie called false positive on hulu um it's about a woman who goes to pierce brosnan is the doctor a woman or husband go to a doctor because they're having trouble conceiving and he is able to get her to be conceived, and uh, things just start getting darker and darker from there. Um, there's some gnarly. There's some gross stuff in this. I, I'm not. You know, I, my wife had two babies, so like, I like, I, I you know, birth is a beautiful thing, and the things that go along. You know, the month leading up to it are beautiful things in a time in a woman's life and all that. But there's some really gross stuff in this, so <laughs> be prepared for that. Um, watched uh on HBO again trying to clear those out. a movie called No Sudden Move. I'm a huge Steven Soderbergh fan, but he has very distinctive three boxes. Outstanding Steven Soderbergh, mid-tier Soderbergh, and like what like what is this? Like the Soderbergh.
0: Boring as all get out is the one that it, I it put
1: this one in. Oh, okay. Well, I I thought this was pretty good. I gave it a 7. It was it goes in the mid-tier box for me. Um like a six point five seven, um, he he he's had much like like it made me think. Well, I will admit, even though I said I liked it, but I felt like when I was watching, like man, I would just rather be watching Lo- Logan Lucky because that was just like like his little like heist and crime movies are 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 great usually. Um, and this one, like you said, is mid tier. And, and for you, it was boring as all get out. So there you go. Uh, last two things, uh, or last three things, actually, I watched Bloodthirsty on Shudder. Uh, really boring werewolf movie. Uh, just average disposable entertainment. Uh, a couple good <laughs> scenes, but for the most part. I'm just laughing at, at the really average <laughs> werewolf movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, because there's ones that are just so bad. And then there's awesome ones. So this just kind of fits right in that middle box along with uh, no Sun move. Um, I ended up like uh, short notice spontaneously babysitting my friend's sons who are five and four last night. So I thought that was a perfect time to put on Hotel Transylvania 4, which I am a fairly big fan of this series. I really like these. However, when I saw like a lot of the cast jump ship, and the fact that it was going straight to straight to streaming, I was like, eh, I don't know what that's going to be like. So, um, plus it got delayed from October to January. So I was like, what, what, that's the dumb dumbest thing I've ever heard. So, uh, I was, I went into like fairly low expectations and it was just, you know, it was pretty good. I got a few belly laughs out of it. The boys loved it. They were like cracking up at so much of the stuff. So again, it accomplished its goals. It's a movie for kids, uh, let them, so, you know, let them do their thing and enjoy it or whatever. Um, and then the last thing I watched last night before going to sleep was a, another uh, slightly above average werewolf movie called Teddy on Shudder. And it's a French film about the the town screw up and he gets scratched by a werewolf. Well, he gets scratched by a beast. We don't really know for sure till, but uh, like a, right away. But I mean, you, you can tell that it's a werewolf just from the cover and the poster, so... But, yeah, so that's it for me.
0: All right, sounds good. That is a uh, very eclectic and fun list of films, uh, to say the least. Maniac Mike, what have you been watching?
2: I've watched a few films this week. Uh, First one I'll start off with is uh, Adam Green's Frozen from 2010. Uh, And this is kind of a a pretty cool uh, one-location film. Uh, that's got some pretty good dialogue in it, and you really start to, to feel and get to know the characters. Um, I recommend it. It's pretty good. 7 out of 10. Uh, I also watched Finch with Tom Hanks. It's a kind of a buddy road trip movie, and I really enjoyed this film. Uh, yes, it's it's kind of cheesy and cliche, but Tom Hanks always pulls it out whenever he needs to. And this one, he pulled it off. So uh, I give Finch an 8 out of 10. Uh, it's really good. Um, and then the other movie that I watched was uh, Black Christmas with uh, Bruce Cam- Or Sorry, Black Friday uh, with Bruce Campbell. And I had a lot of fun with this. Uh, it's not a very good movie, but it's got a lot of really fun characters in it. I mean, Michael Jai White's in it, Devin Sawa's in it, Bruce Campbell, um, and you can kind of tell that they're having fun, and it ends up kind of this zombie takeover on Black Friday in a toy store, and it's, that's all it is, is it's a lot of fun, I give it a 7 out of 10, I do recommend it, uh, it's well worth a watch, it's got some good, uh, it's got some good gore and action in it, and, uh. Really enjoyed it. So that's all I watched this week.
0: All right, fair enough. Catastrophe Caleb, what have you been watching?
3: I started off my week pretty well. I, I was home for a vacation or a, for a holiday from work. So I ended up watching Deep Red uh, by Dario Argento, a uh, I, I film that probably one of the most well-known films of his besides Suspiria uh earlier film it was it was good I loved it I love me some Argento uh he is truly a master of suspense and surprise if Suspiria and this film doesn't prove that enough uh, he could spin uh a thread of murder and mystery like nobody else um Kind of subverting expectations, including some characters that you really think probably might have caused whatever catastrophe and whatever mystery is going on. Uh, He always just subverts your expectations. And I think it was done perfectly. So I gave that one a five out of five. Uh, And then I ended up watching a film that we discussed a few weeks ago uh, about while also discussing a movie called uh, Wheelchair Cop uh, called The Washing Machine uh, by Ruggiero Diodato. You're going to have to correct me on this. I'm not great at pronouncing his
0: name. Ruggiero Diodato.
3: Ruggiero Diodato. uh, Best known for probably best known for Cannibal Holocaust. Uh, this was ridiculous. I wasn't even with the cover that it came with. Uh, I wasn't expecting the level of sleaze that I got uh, kind of a ridiculous movie that definitely looked old. Like, it wasn't made with great quality. It uh, looks much older than being made in 1993. And that might just be the copy of the film I got. Uh, But it it definitely introduced me to a new level of outrageousness. Uh, But however, there is still a a strange brilliance. Um, It's set in Budapest, so it looks great. The sisters' performances are great. Uh, The score by uh, Claudio Simonetti uh, of Goblin, who did the, the scores for Suspiria and Deep Red, was definitely a great choice, uh, but I don't recommend this for everybody. This is a very much a not safe for work kind of movie, so be prepared for that going into it. As I already told Steve, this is not a movie I would ever recommend for him uh, at all. Uh, and then I, I last night I went to go watch Scream, the new one, I, I've never been more split down the middle on a, on a film from this franchise. Um, I enjoyed it for the most part. It really brought everything back uh, in terms of like clicking some nostalgia uh, uh, boxes for me but there was a lot of issues with it that I found Uh, and I won't go into it too much. You guys already covered the screen films last, last week. Um, yeah, I, I found myself just being a tad disappointed, um, and overall kind of sour on the whole thing by the end. So there's my thoughts on it, but that's all I've watched for this week.
0: All right. Fair enough. Definitely a lot of good stuff there. Um, yeah, we, We did cover the Scream franchise. Um, uh, I do find your thoughts on it pretty interesting. It's uh, cool to see where everyone's reviews do pop up for that film in particular.
2: Yep, and you guys did a good job on that episode, too.
0: Thank you. Yeah, yeah, it was a a good show for sure. Uh, I like to go back through the the franchise and everything, Uh, so that's nice. Uh, I did watch a good number of films. I'm going to try and blast through these really quick. I watched a movie called Crossbearer, which is about a guy who uh, wore like a burlap sack over his head and then started taking out people in the name of God who he thought were morally on a lower level. I didn't like this. Uh, Visually, it looked good for a while. Um, It turned way too much into the... uh, the uh, just nudity kind of feel like it basically went on a full on like fast forward through sex tirade about midway through it. that I was just I was pretty much done with this movie. Um, did want to see where it ended and it, it ended about as cliche as it possibly could. So a lot of a lot of quality ideas here. Just not they didn't really come together into anything all that interesting. Uh, Watch the excellent Eyes of Fire. Uh, it is available on Shutter a great folk horror movie. Hopefully I get my set in soon. It should be coming in by the end of next week um, so I could check out the all of that good stuff. Uh, but this movie was awesome. Uh, it's got like a tree sap-wielding uh, uh, de- tree demon, uh, which is dope. It's got some really cool folk horror elements and a lot of ideas that, that you should probably not be surprised about seeing, but it is done a little bit better than usual here. I watched a movie called Black Candles. Another Severn release, been going through a lot of their stuff because my Black Friday order came in. And uh, yeah, this one was pretty good. Um, it is what it is. It's pretty graphic in a lot of different ways, um, definitely towards the uh, higher end of exploitation here. But it had an all right story. Um, I think it went on a, a few too many tirades and, and really wasn't focused quite enough on the, on the horror aspect of things. Um, But it definitely had a good cult vibe and some really cool visuals. I'm a sucker for these types of uh, gothic uh, locations and and castles and all that cool stuff. So uh, yeah, I I was, I enjoyed it pretty well. And I watched house on the edge of the park. Speaking to Reguero Diodato, Um, this is probably his second most well-known movie and it did not disappoint. This movie is rough though. Um, I will say this is uh, got a lot of triggers in this movie, um, but it, Just like Cannibal Holocaust is a assault on the senses in a way of shocking you into showing you something in this case about toxic masculinity, um, about uh, serial killers, uh, stuff like that. And um, yeah, there's a scumbag played by David Hess in this film that is absolutely superb uh, performance wise. And this is a just haunting, haunting movie. Uh, Very good, though. I do recommend checking this one out for horror fans. Checked out a movie called The Runner. I was pretty interested in seeing this. The box art's just running shoes and blood on them. Uh, Come to figure out, this is from a group called Boy Harsher, who also dropped an album in culmination with this uh, movie, which was essentially, I wouldn't call it a glorified music video because there's a lot more to it, Um, but it is definitely promotion for their new album. Uh, So it's, it's a horror film, though. It is well worth watching. And their movie's like electronic-based, very house-type um, deal. It reminded me of something that would be on the score of Drive. So um, I think everyone in the group would probably be into this, this music. Uh, Boy Harsher, check it out. Uh, they're, they're great. Their new album is awesome. I'd never heard of them before this movie, but obviously the promotion worked at least on one person. So um, I really liked the new album, and I really liked this movie. Had a lot of good things going for it. Uh, checked out a movie called The Wasteland from Massacre Video. This is a movie directed by Surasaki, uh Kiyotaka. I believe I'm pronouncing that correctly. Um, it's sort of a shockumentary, quote unquote. Um, this one really is strange. It's got a doom metal score. I usually don't watch these types of things, um, but I was uh, recently sent a, a copy to check out. Um, and it, it was definitely artistic. I could see why they thought I would like it. Um, But basically, it was a lot of, you know, war-torn, extremely impoverished areas um, dealing with tragedy. It's basically showing that, that the parts of the world that are kind of a wasteland of sorts and, like, why it's an issue. My problem with these types of movies is I get the idea. I think it's an interesting concept to be, oh, hey, here's a microscope on why the world sucks. But at the same time, I want a little bit more of a point to it. Um, just saying something sucks and giving no solutions means nothing. It's shallow deep. It's as shallow as a puddle. And that's what this movie is. It's like, oh, here, the movie sucks. Or, I mean, the, oh, hey, the world sucks. Or it's the same thing as looking at a movie and go, oh, yeah, that movie sucks. Why does it suck? Oh, I don't know. It just sucks. You know, it's it has about the validity of those types of arguments. And, uh, you know, if I said that as a critic, I would be like, People would go, yeah, your your opinion means nothing. you know. So watching a movie like this at a certain point, I'm like, okay, um, I get it. I, I see there's some validity to it and, and the art. And I'm not dissing the movie itself. I think it's an interesting movie. I think for the right audience, they're really going to like it. Um, it just wasn't for me. I didn't give it a score because I didn't think it was fair. Um, I, I just don't watch these types of movies enough to care or enough to give it a score, honestly. Um, but I did want to give it a fair shot. Uh, either way, um, I watched The Tragedy of Macbeth, and I did love this one. Holy crap, this movie is phenomenal. Um, absolutely wonderful film. It uh, has Denzel Washington and Frances McDormand in the, uh, the lead roles here, and it is beautiful. Every frame is great. Uh, the, the just black and white uh, monochromatic visuals are phenomenal. Um, this is an Apple TV original that people have to see. It, it's worth the monthly subscription alone to see this movie and uh, yeah it's just one of A24's best movies I've seen in a while I would say this is about as good and for a lot of people it's probably going to be better than The Green Knight although it reminded me a lot of it at times from a very visual uh, perspective um, and tonally uh, very much old English type stuff that you should probably have subtitles on for uh, that type of thing but uh, it's very good it's one of the best and probably the best um, take on Macbeth and cinema I've seen in a while. I really liked that uh, Michael Fossbender one, but I would say this is probably better than that even. And uh, yeah, and, that, and that's saying a lot because I did quite like it. Uh, so I give that a 9 out of 10. I watched a wild movie called Revolution 666. And um, so the reason I watched this was I got a t-shirt. I have uh, Coffin Cotton, which is a horror t-shirt subscription service. Um, usually they send out some, some movies I I know of, definitely some cult hits, stuff like that. Um, this one, I got a t-shirt for and I had no idea what it is. So I had to look it up and you know, it's pretty strange whenever, you know, like when you found that the washing machine, Caleb, it's, it's pretty rare that you find a movie I'd never heard of. Um, this one I hadn't. And, uh, the tagline is when there's no more room in hell, the walrus will walk the earth. And it features a Charles Manson cult lookalike who summons uh, zombies uh, due to a song from what they call the Fab Four. They never mention their name. Um, I guess for copyright reasons, that summons a walrus. You could only imagine the song. And uh, yeah, so there really is a person walking around in a very cheesy-looking walrus costume with mitts that have no fingers on it to make it look more like a walrus. And they never refer to it as a person in a walrus costume, so to my knowledge, it really is just a walrus. I don't know. It's worth watching. If you like wild cinema, this is definitely up there and pretty entertaining with it. Um, So I had a good time. Uh, (laughs) Just, you gotta know what you're getting into. (laughs) Um, So... Either way, I watched Truth or Dare, a fun little shot on video, Jim. Not to be confused with the 6,000 other movies that are named Truth or Dare, two of which I've seen. This is the best of those. It's a pretty decent little shot on video. Reminded me a lot of Sledgehammer. If you're not into that kind of thing, you're probably not going to like this. Um, But as far as slashers from that era go, it's pretty good. I watched Spencer. I pretty well loved this. Um, I thought it was great. Kristen Stewart was phenomenal in it. Um, I really liked Jackie as well from the same director. And uh, yeah, I really like these unconventional biopics. I think this had a lot of great elements. It had some good suspense even uh, to it. And you really felt for Princess Diana here. Um, It was just really, really an interesting movie that's more not about the royal family, but someone who wants desperately out of that lifestyle, like they're just not into it, but are kind of forced to because of their family. And it's very interesting. It doesn't go the direction you may think it does. Um, But I quite loved it. I thought it was really good. Then I watched The French Dispatch uh, to end that up. And, uh, yeah, Jody, I agree 100% with you, man. Um, This is a really well-made movie. Visually, it's firing on all cylinders. It's Wes Anderson at some of his best. But, man, this movie is boring as sin. I was bored to tears. And... uh, I found no emotional investment in this story at all, and frankly, I just didn't like it at all. Like on the funniness this is low—like two, three-type territory. <laughs> I was bored to tears, um, partly because you know, following up Revolution Six 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 about a walrus going around hacking people up, it's pretty hard to follow up for Wes Anderson and, and these types of movies. But still, God bless it—it was—it was boring as sin. And me and my wife both were like, "We should have just watched Last Night in Soho again." <laughs> It was between watching those two. <laughs> so I remember, Jody, I think you've seen this one as well. And you thought similar.
1: Indeed. I Well, I felt like you need to bring in a, a thesaurus with you two because they I mean, like it just feels like fancy for fancy sake.
0: Oh, it was I, I, I never like to say this about you know, movies, especially people I like. I like Wes Anderson, but this really did feel like he was masturbating over himself. It really did. Right. I mean, it was so extreme, Wes Anderson, trying so hard to be Wes Anderson. I, I agree with every take you had before. I'll be honest, I was cautious because I really wanted to see it. It looked great, and it has a great cast. But my lands, this is this may be the worst movie I've seen from him. I, I really did not like it on a, like, just a very high level. Um <laughs>
1: Yeah, I think Darjeeling Limited is my least favorite Wes, but uh, dude, I thought this was going to be my best movie of the year this year. I really, really, really did. I was like, oh my gosh, look at this, because they had this big, glorious standee in the cinema, Mm -hmm. in the lobby, and I'm like, look at that cast. This is going to, and Wes Anderson, this will probably be my favorite movie of the year.
0: And even the story, the idea interests me. I love the idea Mm -hmm. of newspapers. I've worked in it a long time, so I have a very big, soft spot in it. Uh, for it so i love movies centered around that you know spotlight um uh, that tom hanks movie that came out that i can't remember all of a sudden um but yeah there's a lot of really good like uh, even news of the world i, I thought was entertaining this was whoa oh all my lands a snoozer i <laughs> uh, see it's winning some technical awards or, or at least getting some nominations though I, it would be hard pressed to say this doesn't get some sort of production design oh for uh, sure. nomination because there's some shots that i was like okay this is really dope I wish it would just be that shot and not have to listen to this incessant dialogue that's just terrible. <laughs> oh my lands. It yeah. was so pretentious and I never use that phrase. I'm as artsy as it gets. I love art house cinema. But my God dude. <laughs>
1: It it was like, okay, Tommy Wiseau did one season of a show. and It was on Hulu forever, and it's gone now. But it was called The Neighbors, and it takes place in an apartment building, and has all these eclectic characters. But you could tell, like, Tommy Wiseau was self-aware. Like, he made the room. He was being Uh Uh-oh.
0: I think we may have lost Jody for a second. Um, But no, I, I agree. Tommy Wiseau is actually pretty similar. On how he operates with a lot of that sort of stuff and uh you know it just is what it is to say the least uh, but yeah if i had to score the french dispatch it's something like a five it's still an average movie but oh man you know between the funnel meter is terribly low the technical meter is pretty high a lot of things are good about it i just can't really recommend it um but yeah, that is uh, going to be it for my What We've Been Watching segment. So we're going to go ahead and take a pause and we will be right back to talk about our anticipated movies of 2022. <laughs> Welcome back. This is Reasonably Real and dead Eye Dave and the rest of our crew. And we are going to talk about our anticipated movies of 2022. And there's going to be a quite an extensive list. Um, To start off, though, We had a movie January 28th. Does anyone want to talk about the unfortunate delay of Morbius or the fortunate delay? Um, So that way I won't have to see it.
1: Well, here's the thing at this point. We got another Black Widow situation. They better have been pulling this, delaying it to spend some of that fat Spider-Man money on increasing the visual effects because that movie's going to live or die on visual effects, I think. And it looked like ass in the trailer. Yeah, they do. So that's what I'm really hoping is happening. I mean, Spider-Man's a billion-dollar movie, so they have some money to, like, hey, let's polish up these digital effects real quick. Otherwise, I see no other reason to delay this movie. Again, like, for the fourth or fifth time.
0: That was my thought. Like, why not dump it? This thing's going to suck. I'm sorry. This has all the writings on the wall of a flop. And they really should have just released it when they had the chance. So that way, everyone would have forgotten about it by the time the big... Uh, Mar- Marvel movies start coming out towards the end of the year. They and the really sad thing should.
2: is, Morbius is a really cool villain and backstory. Oh, yeah. Like, he's very unique within the Spider-Man universe. And, yeah, I agree. This movie's probably going to be pretty bad.
0: I mean, I'm still going to see it. I'm fairly excited for it. But, man, it's going to suck. <laughs> yeah.
1: that's my,
3: too. my biggest complaint about solely the trailer is... Yeah, it looks in some places to be very bad. Also, he just in the trailer he has like the line of I am Venom and then he does the little hiss thing, but he also sees Vulture, uh, Michael as Michael Keaton. So I'm like, what universe is this? Because you've already introduced the fact that there's multiple universes. There, I mean, there's a Sam Raimi Spider Man poster on the wall in one of the scenes. Uh, like, what universe is this? And if you're in. The Tom Holland Spider-Man universe, how do you know what Venom in another universe said to someone?
0: To be fair, I have heard rumblings that um, Andrew Garfield may be making a cameo. And that may be why they delayed it was because of the success of that one. They were going to go through with the cameo. I don't know how true that is. That sounds to me like fanboy speculation at best, but it could very well be true because it would actually make a lot of sense to do a Amazing Spider-Man 3 or at least open the possibility of it because the hype for No Way Home, a lot of it is Andrew Garfield. And I'm sorry, guys, if you haven't seen that freaking movie by now. Yeah. <laughs> or haven't had a squad because it's all over Facebook. Um, yeah. You know, it, it just is what it is. Um, but yeah, that's that's the rumor I've been hearing is that that's, that's a potential chance at that point. Oh, well, moving on. Uh, February 4th, Uh, Has actually some better movies coming out. Jackass Forever. Is anyone else Jackass fans? Oh, dude, Uh, right here.
3: Right here. Yeah, I I enjoyed enjoyed them quite a bit, actually. It was was deeply a part of my childhood. Probably shouldn't have been, um, but it it definitely was.
0: Yeah, Yeah.
2: I mean, Um, this honestly is like one of my top five, maybe top 10 movies of the year that I have to see. Just because, and Jody, I think you're the same way. Just because whenever the original Jackass came out, this was during those formative years. And so those memories still carry through. And I remember sneaking into the first Jackass movie because they weren't letting even people with adults in that were under 18. So we had to sneak into it. And so, yeah, I'm super pumped for this movie.
1: Yeah, but all three jackass movies, I took my GameStop crew, whoever they were at the time, out to eat for Fricker's Wings, which, by the way, if you guys ever come visit, I am definitely taking you guys to Fricker's. But we had Fricker's Wings and went and saw this movie like on me, like it's like like team building and like bonding or whatever, man. So, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty stoked for this.
0: Yeah, I, I really do love the series. I agree. Formative years, although, man, I like Caleb. Yeah, probably shouldn't have been. <laughs> uh you know but i I do love jackass quite a bit so i'm extremely excited this looks like a really good entry too it's really cool to see how everyone and it's i'm really happy that like um steve-o for instance is sobered up like he won't drink anything you know it's just going to be cool and almost cathartic to see uh these people doing well and hurting themselves again but for our entertainment (laughs)
3: I'm I'm, I'm extremely, like I have my view, I'm extremely happy Steve-O got sober, but he's going to be feeling everything now.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. But uh, either way, moving on, we got Moonfall, the new, this movie looked awesome until I saw Roland Emmerich, and (laughs) I hate that guy. (laughs) I hate him. I hate him. He makes Michael Bay look like David Lynch for me. I hate him with a burning passion. I don't know why, probably because I haven't liked a single one of his movies ever. Um, (laughs) I'm just being honest. But um, yeah, what are your thoughts on this?
1: I'm excited for it because I I hate Roland Emmerich movies, but I also like have a great time at them. So like just laughing at like this. Oh, this is so stupid kind of thing. So I always make sure I never watch a Roland Emmerich movie alone. I agree. Godzilla, I hate his Godzilla. I will admit that. I hate it so much.
2: I agree. They are some good, dumb fun. And so if I see this movie, I know I'm probably going to have fun with it, but it's not going to be very
0: good. I don't even have fun. I I'm le- I legitimately get pissed off at his movies. Like, I don't know. <laughs> like, there's you guys know that there's just some weird things that piss me off. He's one of them. He just pisses me off his existence. I, I can't explain it. I, I hate that it's that way, but he's not made a movie that hasn't pissed me off. In the theater. I don't like Independence Day. To this day, I will tell you, I think that movie is overrated as hell. Um, I don't think it's aged well at all either. Universal Soldier, everyone loves that I know. I hate it. Freaking hate that movie. Godzilla, no. Uh, I'm just not a fan of this dude. Well, not Godzilla
2: was the only bad movie you just listed.
0: <laughs> I, don't, I don't. Those were his best movies, is the sad thing. And they've gone downhill <laughs> since then. And so they suck even worse. That second, that second Independence Day, was oh that was bad. The legitimately the reason me and my dad came up with the zero out of ten rating. We got home and we're pissing and moaning about that movie until we got home. We rented a movie and we were still pissing and moaning about it at the Red Box, looking at movies, going, "It's got to be better than this." And we got, you know, this isn't even a one out of ten by our score. There's no redeeming qualities of this film. It's zero. I, I kind of
3: agree. I, I will say uh, Moonfall was part of the previews last night, getting ready for Scream. And throughout, like, every preview or so, something, Chris and I would look at each other and just be like, yeah, it looks pretty good. And, you know, probably we'll go we ranging ourselves on how much we might see this movie. Uh, when it hit Moonfall and it was over, we both looked at each other and gave it the same time just went eh. Like, like, no, like, it's not going to be a movie that we probably waste money on in regards to going to a theater to see it Uh, again. I'm like, I'm like you. I, I'm not a big fan of (coughs) any of his movies. Like, I didn't watch Independence Day when I was younger, so I don't have, like, the nostalgia love for it that a lot of people do. Uh, And then other movies he's done, I'm just not a big fan of. Uh, it, It looked... OK, like I usually watch any movie that has Patrick Wilson in it. But like, trust me, I watched in the tall grass. Um, but I it just I don't know. I don't think it's for me.
0: I would I would take a swift kick in the nuts for Michael Bay to have directed this movie. And that's sad because I hate him, too. Like, that's how much I hate Roland Emmerich and how much this concept and cast looks good. But I know he's going to ruin it. That's how bad it is.
1: So either way, <laughs> Moving I'm, I'm on. just happy that Halle Berry took time off of making Bruised Two to film her role in this movie. <laughs>
0: Bruised Two, the electric boogaloo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. The wolf and the lion is up next. Um I've got nothing on this one. Does anyone else nothing. have anything? Uh,
3: as long as the movie doesn't or as long as the movie ends with one of them eating each other, I'm fine. <sighs>
0: No, it looks. It's one of the worst posters I've ever seen. It it looks like the Call of the Wild type bullshit. It looks bad. It looks. Like I feel Stephen Senegal will be absolutely.
3: I feel like terrible. you could replace her with Joe Exotic, and it would make a lot more sense.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. Well, I'd be
1: there day one for that. Yeah, Same. I would too.
0: But uh, yeah, in this case, the only one that's going to be excited about this one is Steven Senegal. This seems like a day one theater visit for him.
3: And I love on the poster, it says from the filmmakers of Mia and the White Lion, as if we have
0: seen what that movie is. I've seen Mia. Have you really okay. big movie, but I didn't didn't have any real witch ideas for it. But either way, uh, that's a fairly decent week, though. I mean, there's quite a bit uh, going on there. Um, I think we're actually getting two of those at the movie theater, but I'm not 100% sure. Um, So we'll kind of have to see. February 11th, we've got Blacklight, um, which is an interesting looking movie. It's got Liam Neeson, and I, I love some Liam Neeson. Is anyone else excited for this?
1: Uh, maybe on video or something. I won't see this in the theater.
3: Didn't Liam Neeson say he was done doing action movies or did he just lie to everybody else as well?
0: Well, you know, whenever you're, you're sure. given fat stacks to go, okay, here you can sleepwalk through another movie. You're going to take the stacks.
3: <laughs> as we mentioned at the break, this just looks like another taken.
1: Oh yeah. yeah. No, Look really at does. the poster.
0: Yeah, the that's poster. the same poster.
1: Yeah. That is a Taken poster. They just cleared off the text and put new on it. I'm serious.
0: No, I know you are. I believe that this is stock footage <laughs> from another Taken poster that they already had. And they replaced it on, on Photoshop. I get it. I, I agree. But you know what? Damn it, I'm excited still. Uh, <laughs> yeah, after seeing Moonfall and Roland Emmerich screw it up, I'll be glad to see an action movie. Regardless, if it's a three, because it's got Liam Neeson in it. He may even be able to save a Roland Emmerich movie. Who knows? Probably not. <laughs> Either way, Death on the Nile. Uh, this is, I I saw something out there the other day that this is Disney's only movie movie that's uh, on the docket for this year. Is that correct? It's 20th Century Fox, but.
1: That's what I was going to say. You know, that's a, it's a old Fox property. And again, like this would have been out over a year ago, but it was COVID delayed.
0: Yeah, this, this movie was a COVID delayed though. This would have been a prime opportunity to get a good VOD at the same time as a, the few people seeing movies in the theater round type movie.
2: Um, I I think they actually might have some Academy nomination aspirations with this, with like their costuming and setting. Like this movie does look really like pretty and good.
1: Well, and Then it needed to come out in November a couple months ago? Then, well,
2: because I think it means this no, year.
1: Okay, well, yeah. Maybe, I, I've seen Feb- February is the classic, like least nominated films month of the year. So we'll see. What's
0: well, the? It's the. There's a lot of people that aspire to get Academy Awards in February. Mm-hmm. You see it all the time. I just I th- do. I think they're going to get it. Probably not. But I think Mike, he, he's on to something. I agree. It yeah. seems like no, the I type totally of thing agree. that's totally try It's using a bunch of people that are really close to Academy, um, type actors and actresses but not there yet <laughs> no, I, I I, totally the, I just the, think the it should have
1: come out it should have definitely just come out a couple months earlier or like at the end well definitely not at the end of this year because then it would have been a full two year delay but the uh Death on the Nile what was the other one the 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 one on the train Murder those, on the Orient
0: Express yes yeah.
1: those were November films and that's, the, that's the correct month to release those
3: also, like they've been really stepping away. Like, they're under some fire because they still have Army Hammer attached yeah. to the film. Yeah. And all his allegations and uh like
0: Wait, like what all... with Army Hammer.
3: So if he had Armie's a bunch of abuse he had a bunch of abuse allegations come out about him about um uh, describing fantasies of violence and cannibalism, and cannibalism. And, like, and like trying to, uh, yeah. he he tried to, he branded a woman he was dating for four months, but it was like carving his initial into her pelvis, what? and like That's a bunch of stuff, that. and like he's been removed from all the uh, like advertising and all the trailers yeah. and all the posters, but he's still in the film, and they're like, yeah, we'll just keep him in. Why not? We've we've dealt with worse people before.
0: Maybe this is a dump then. Maybe yeah. they're just hoping people forget about it, uh, release it because they have too much money into it um, at this point to just can it. Um, Plus, they're not going go to digitally it. remove him because I'm sure he's an absolutely um, huge part of the movie. If they to just scrub him from it.
1: And also, they want to continue. You know, if this one's as successful as the other one, you know, there's a lot of books that this detective character is Perot or whatever his name is. Like, like I got the Christie stuff and things like that. Like. There's a whole like bunch of movies they could make, and if these are continue to be successful, but yeah, this was this is just an unfortunate everything like the stars did not align for this.
3: I think it'll be a lot like Murder on the Orient Express and just be a bust. I
0: thought it was fine. Murder on the Orient Express was fine. That's about all I can say about it, but it was all right. Um, either way, and then marry me, Taco Great. Taco. Yeah, so Jennifer Lopez marries Owen Wilson in Marry Me Rom-Com.
3: Anyone got anything for this one? Uh, You can throw it in the dumpster along with the the rest of uh, Jennifer Lopez's
1: films. Well, it's a good month for John Bradley, because he's in both Moonfall and this. He's the uh, Sam from Game of Thrones. Well. So, but yeah, he's in Moonfall. I guess he's
0: intentionally trying to tank his career. I don't know, but...
1: I think
3: he just wants as many paychecks as he can, and I I can't really can comp- I can't really fault him for that.
0: Yeah, I, I'm actually it, I, I don't think this looks bad. I really don't. I don't, I don't like think Jennifer it looks Lopez bad a whole lot, but I don't uh-huh. I, I, I would see it. Like if it comes to the theater, I'll watch it.
1: South Park ruined Jennifer Lopez for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Taco flavored kisses. Taco taco. <laughs> But oh yeah, man, the, don't it, it, about it, they they, they sc- had this trailer with the scream at, like all three times and all three times somebody made a loud audible, like disgust, like disgust, like a wretch or something like at all three, all three showings of Scream. And I was just laughing. So good for yeah. them. It deserves yeah. it.
0: I don't know. It. it uh, I think it's probably better than Death on the Nile or Blacklight. If I had to take a guess. I'm just I'm just being honest, but who knows? Who knows? Uh, so, uh, an interesting week. Hopefully, I- I'm I'm interested in seeing a couple of those movies and seeing if they'll be any good or not.
1: And "Marry been, Me" is the Valentine's Day weekend film. Yeah, so, so it's, that's go- the it's gonna do, it's go- Yeah, it's gonna do bank.
0: Yeah, it'll, it'll do. Be, it'll it'll do well. Yeah. There's always a very average movie that gets dumped on Valentine's Day. It's almost yep. like they get a pat on the back and go, "It's your turn. You can you can get a you can get free money off of a shitty movie." Mm-hmm. February eighteenth has Dog starring Channing Tatum. Um, if you guys could imagine, I hate this movie. Yeah, already I hate yeah, I hate yeah. dog movies. Yeah, I, just, I
3: hate I hate Channing Tatum. So
0: yeah. I don't I don't have a problem with Channing Tatum. Like he is what he is. But yeah, I I think I'm gonna pass. Anyone got anything
1: for this movie? Yeah, I'm kind um, of excited to go for it. see it. You are kind of excited for it? Yeah, I
0: like dog
2: movies.
1: I fucking hate dog movies. I think that's what this movie's going to be, though. It's either you love dog movies, you're going to love this movie. You don't like dog movies, it's not going to do anything for you. It's not going yeah. to right. change your mind. I mean, and Channing Tate Yum,
2: I mean, <laughs> you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. I can He can go or stay. They, they can stick any number of actors in there, but I'm here for the
1: doggo. Yeah, if you and Dixie made a movie, I'd go see it. I I
0: don't know. I, I just I don't, I don't like dog movies. It's like, I love I love dogs, and I like sports, but I don't like sports movies either for the same reason that they're all the same. All of them. People come and sit here and piss and moan about, about Hallmark movies being the same movie over and over again. But aren't dog movies all the same? No one talks about that. They're all the same unlikely dog uh has a human bond at some point the dog either runs away or gets mad at the owner or gets sick and some sort of tragedy rallies around and i'm sure that dog's dead by the end of this movie spoiler alert i'm pretty sure it's dead <laughs> to, to create a bonding human mom i'm i'm just not into
2: it uh, just wait one day till you have a dog that you really bond with you 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 may have a little I'm, bit of I'm a... Not,
0: I'm not dissing it. If you want to go see Dog, go for it. I'm not saying... Yeah, no, this no, 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 no. I'm,
2: You know, I'm not throwing shade. I'm just saying that I have a little bit different of a, of a point of view about Doggo movies just because I, I've had one for, you know, almost 15 years now.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
3: I, I get but, it for sure. Yeah, I I get that. And, like, I, I've i had a dog, so I understand what it is. I love my dog, like this random stranger's dog in this film could not care less about. Like uh, it's like I don't have to feed it, I don't have to take care of it. I have no bond with this dog. It's not my dog. Like, but I completely get where you're coming from.
0: Yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna take it away from anybody who likes this stuff. So, <laughs> you know, it is what it is. But uh, either way, a movie that I am excited for is Uncharted. Um, is anyone else really pumped about this? I I know me and Mike are huge Uncharted fans. Yes, we're pretty excited uh, I
3: will about say this. this right now. Uh, pass. Okay.
0: Well, that's fine.
2: Uh, uh, this yeah. movie is going to be spectacular.
3: You
0: could, yeah, you can save your ticket for me, buddy. Uh, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm on the train for this.
2: My, yeah, I'm, I'm on the train for this one as well because I am so glad to see like a big budget action adventure film a big yeah. budget action movie. That's not Marvel. And we've been having a few of those come out the last couple years. And I'm, I'm hoping we kind of get back to that because most of these, I would say nine out of 10 pole releases a year are Marvel or Marvel esque movies or superhero movies. Yeah. And so give me a big budget action film. That's not Marvel.
0: Yeah, I, I can get it. I, I, understand I
3: understand that. And I, 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 I think my reasoning is because I haven't played all the Uncharted games. I played like half of the first one. Um, but my <coughs> thing is if you were making just... a
0: grave mistake, my friend. I know That's the worst yes, entry. I know two and three and four are some of the greatest yep. games um, of the last two generations.
3: I, I, I like the character. I like the concepts. I don't like Mark Wahlberg. Um, Marky Mark could have been left in the front door and I would have been fine. Uh, but also the opening, like one of the first lines from Tom Holland is I've been dreaming of this stuff since I was a kid. Dude, you still look like a kid. So I don't understand. <laughs> like, I, I guess it's supposed to be pre-games, which is fine. It kind of a setting up, not really an origin to the character, but kind of setting up like his first few adventures. Um, but all in all, it's just I, I'm afraid that's going to fall under a bunch of other video game movies and just not be as good as the, the um, uh, source material.
0: See, uh, I just go into these movies anymore. Not caring. At the end of the day, I expect it to be worse than the game. Like it's just not the same medium. I'm just excited to get an action adventure movie like Mike is. Even if this wasn't called uncharted and it was called something else, I'd still be excited because I love these types of movies and I think they're a long lost art form. Jungle Cruise brought it back for me. I think I think that was a really fun action-adventure movie. And I'm just excited to see another one. This one just has the added bonus of being a part of literally my favorite video game franchise. So let's do this thing. Yeah, and yes.
2: Sully is like my spirit character. Because he's like that older, kind of crotchety, grumpy old man. Yeah, he is awesome. That just has to deal with somebody that's younger and more spunky, and it gets on his nerves.
0: Yeah, it is and pretty so- Me and
2: Sully, he's my boy.
0: I I will agree, though. I I do think there's a degree of both characters were casted a little too young. Um, But that's kind of the point. I think they're growing into the roles uh, potentially uh, for the future. So I I get it.
2: I will say that they and I'm hoping it may be a surprise. But Nathan Fillion has been lobbying for these movies for literally years he put he he financed and put out his own fan film where he played nathan drake and it's actually really good
0: yeah i Um, think that's why so many people are disappointed that he didn't get casted but at the same time i kind of get it at the at the current yeah he is
2: getting a little older and even though i love nathan Fillion, he's not the best actor in the world um but, yeah, I, I think they wanted somebody, I agree, David, that they wanted to kind of grow with the role, not get old with the role.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, yeah,
2: yeah that, that's why Nathan Fillion was out.
1: Yeah. I haven't played any of the games, so I don't know anything about it, but Tom Holland does turn 26 in June. Yep.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's right around the right age. He just looks a little bit young for the role because Nathan Drake is literally your basically your stereotypical – Punky thirty year old white guy is what he looks like. (laughs) Like he just does. He looks like Nathan Fillion in his prime. Like he would have been perfectly cast if that movie came out even ten years ago. (laughs) I mean, you could you could have you know done done some makeup on the guy and it would have been just fine. But if you're wanting to create an entire series, he would be a good Nathan Drake from Four. You know, that kind of getting older um, type Nathan Drake, but. Yeah, I agree. I, I think I think it was a smart move. And Tom Holland's pretty hot, you know, like not yeah. not physically attractive, although I'm sure that he is to the right audience.
1: His abs are totally charted.
0: Okay. <laughs> charted. Well, no, it,
1: it's funny you
2: mentioned that in this movie, whenever I was watching the trailer, like you can tell that he bulked up for this film. Like, Yeah, he I does mean, look a lot bigger. He's a built dude.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm excited for it. Um, honestly. I, I don't think it's going to be a great movie. I don't think any anyone who's excited for it has any pretense of that. Nope. But I think it's going to be a good 7 out of 10, having a blast with some popcorn and some friends type movie. And I you look for it. that stuff too. Um, so next up is the Texas Chainsaw Massacre on Netflix. Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> this looks horrible. <laughs> All yeah,
3: right, I, I will be the first to say that it is not going to be any good. However, there is a small glimmer in me that is like kind of excited for this.
0: I'm excited. It, yeah. It's a new so, film on Netflix, but damn, this guy, <laughs> this ain't going to be good. It's just not. <laughs> uh, does anyone else have an opinion on that? Does uh, uh, we'll all watch it. We know we will, but the, the
2: odds that it's going to be good or that we will say that this is a worthy entry are very low.
0: I don't know. The it's, sad thing it, is, it should be good. There's really no reason why it isn't. Visually, it looks awesome. It's just the concept. I don't know what they were thinking. Are they trying to attach to old fans? Because they won't like that idea. Because they're bringing back cast members and characters from the yep. original movie and trying to redo the sequels.
3: Heck No. I think they're trying to follow the follow the requel trend that's going on right now, where you just forget all the films in the middle. You put them you you make it a sequel, put multiple years in the future where all the characters are old and just call it the original. Just put it the same name as the original and then call it a movie. And the only film I'd say did that, like Candyman did it well. Halloween did it well. I I don't think that this is going to follow that that. Positively behind it, but
0: I mean, I'll I've been wrong chance.
3: about films before. Yeah, I'll yeah. definitely give it a chance. So I've, I, I've
0: been, I've, I've been notoriously on board with some of these sequels. I even liked Leatherface, that most people didn't. I mean, so I'm, I'm pretty soft on these Texas Chainsaw movies, but this one just really is rubbing me the wrong way, from what I've seen of it. But oh well. Um, next up. Uh, Speaking of rubbing someone the wrong way, Jody, this seems like it's not up your alley at all. Although I know you said you were halfway excited for it. Serrano with uh, Peter Dinklage.
1: I'm excited for it. Are you? Yeah, I am genuinely excited for it. Uh, Are you excited uh, to be disappointed? Uh, No, I mean, like, I know it's a musical. I know it's, uh, but it's by Joe Wright. And I like the Serrano de Bergerac story. Uh, I like the Steve Martin movie from the late eighties, Roxanne, which is what this is also based on. Um, yeah, no, I'm into it. Okay,
0: is anyone I, else I, excited I went, for it? I'm going
1: to be positive for the next two minutes or so, and then I'm going to let loose. I I like Dinglage, um, and that might be
3: the only reason I ever check it out, honestly. But it does doesn't look very like it looks great. It just doesn't seem like an appealing concept, however. But again. I love Dinklage, so I'll probably see it.
0: All right. Fair enough. I, I'm i excited. It, it'll be fine. Mike, you, are you just here so you don't get fined for this one?
2: I'm here so I don't get fined.
0: Okay. I I, I kind of figured that would be, be your opinion on this one. It does not seem like your type of movie. Um, Studio 666 does, though. I am absolutely jazzed for this movie. You I, and I, me both, buddy. I cannot wait. Uh, to watch this movie it looks all sorts of rad um, not just because I mean Mike I'm not gonna act like I'm the biggest uh, foo fighters fan in the in the room that's Mike he's been a fan probably since their inception um, just but man it makes the mix that with just this awesome cult type uh, yeah. rock and roll horror and I love rock and roll horror. I am 100% on board with this.
3: See, this is what Meatloaf warned us about in Pick of Destiny. It's the devil's work, man.
0: I, I If this is man, the I'm, devil's I, work, then he's pretty rad. Oh, uh, yeah. So, uh, I mean, this this is going to be awesome. So <laughs> I'm all for it.
2: <laughs> I'm excited for this one. I'll give it a shot. And Dave Grohl is a pretty awesome dude.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. I, I think this has all the makings to be a really good... Uh, this, this reminds me of a Black Friday type situation where it's going to be yep. a good movie. It's not going to be anyone's number one best movie of the year um, or anything like that. It's got no pretense of that, though, either. It just is going to be what it's going to be. And uh, it'll be enjoyable for what it is. So um, I, I'm pretty excited. But either way, that that's uh, Studio 666. Uh, Jody, I, I see that you were kind of quiet during that one.
1: No. Just oh. Absolutely, absolutely no. Never, not a chance. Looks like, oh God. Oh, it looks like that stupid ant movie all over again and deathgasm all over again. I like, by the way, I like Foo Fighters. I, I like Dave Grohl, all good on that end. But I don't mess around with no 666 stuff. I don't, this looks like the most dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. I booed it when the trailer came out. I booed it out loud. All oh, right, jeez. Okay, <laughs> I can respect that. I don't get
0: it. I really don't. But um, you know, it is. It is what it is. You know, we don't, don't all have to agree. Um, but yeah, no, you know, I, well, I don't. I
1: don't. I don't like rock and roll horror. Never have. Your, never will.
0: I wouldn't compare this to Dead Ant. This is going to be a lot better than that. But yeah, you're right. I mean, looking at it, it, it does seem like that, that's your. Your trend, I, I love it. I, I like Deathgasm. I think that's an awesome movie. Black Roses, all that type of stuff. I'm down. Trick or treat. Yeah, trick or treats awesome. I, I like all that stuff. So uh, I'm down. I don't know, but either way, uh, well,
1: yeah. I will stick in solidarity with my cinema club because we all, at like all five of us said, there's no way we'll ever watch that. Really, man. All five. All five of us.
3: Well, Christmas twenty twenty two. I guess we know what we're picking for Jody.
1: Yeah, I agree. Yep. Yeah, that's what I figured. <laughs> that's mean. No, but...
3: uh, just... Oh, it is mean. You know what yeah, else is mean? Gotti.
0: Because it's but gonna Steve's, be a good movie. Steve,
1: <laughs> Steve has me. So if we're if we're reversing, then that means Steve has me, right? I think so. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yep. So he ain't gonna pick that for me. I'm saying. Honestly, so I, it, it'll I, be I, Christmas 2023 then. <laughs> One of y'all, it's going to be like Uncle Drew all over again.
0: There you go. Good times. Either way, it'll be what it's going to be. No,
1: I think, it, and I think it, I think it's so, I think it perpetuates stereotypes that heavy metal music is by default, de facto satanic.
3: I think they're just, I think they're just embracing what people, like a lot of parents have been saying for a lot of very religious parents have been saying for years. I I, I do not believe that rock and roll is the devil's work, but I also feel like they're like, well, we've been told that it is for the longest time. We might as well just make a movie about it finally.
0: Yeah, Yeah, I agree with that. I I think it's just a way of like people taking something and then making it their own, kind of like the Me Too movement or any number of other movements. I'm not comparing what the rock and roll industry is or fans of, of heavy metal have gone through. To those types of things, but I, I do think that that a lot of people have just embraced that as a joke, you know, t- kind of like I have a hat that says "tattooed low life" because I'm just I think it's hilarious to poke at people that still think anyone with tattoos are low lives. I think it's funny because I'm not going to change their mind. It just they've they've got this preconceived notion and might as well piss them off while I'm at it. <laughs> Either way, uh, March fourth, the Batman. I have a very strong feeling this is going to get delayed, so I'm not getting very excited for it. But it looks badass. I'm very. I hope it's awesome. I think it will be. So, anyway, what does everyone else think about this one?
1: Uh, tell me more. Why do you think it'll be delayed?
0: I don't know. It just. It feels like a movie getting delayed. It feels like a movie that's getting the cursory amount of hype up until it's released, and it just doesn't feel ready. If that makes any sense for a Batman movie. But I could be wrong. I could totally be wrong. Because um, it you know. was
1: ready for release last October. but okay, they I mean... Put, they, they pushed it to this year because they didn't want to be part of that HBO Max deal where it had to, like, plan H- any, any Warner Brothers movie released in 2021. Um, um, but it was actually ready for release back in October.
0: Okay. Yeah, I mean, I but could I, totally I thought But
1: I thought maybe you had, like, some inside, like, AMC, like... That, no, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't.
0: I don't have anything on it. I mean, we're getting a lot of promotional material for it. So but not a, not as much as you would think is just all I'm saying. I mean, I, I'm just I'm just getting vibes of it. It could be nothing. But I I'm just getting I vibes that it may be, yeah. may be delayed because, it. like I said, I would imagine mm-hmm. with the movie coming out in two months as big as the Batman, that's probably going to sell top movie that month, even against all this crap we we would have standees or any number of stuff but we have a poster i i have to be for 3 months
3: as be with david on this one i'm kind of ho- i i kind of hope they do delay it a little bit just to kind of um smooth things out uh they showed the newest trailer for it at the theater last night and there's just a sequence that and i've been a bit, for some reason i've just been a big stickler on cgi and special effects anyways and i know that they probably did a lot for this film, but there's literally a sequence of combat where it's him and Catwoman and and they are fighting a group of people and it just looks really bad. Like, it looked really shaky. And then you could tell up to the last moment the Batman was, you know, because every time he moved, it looked really terrible. And then he stood up and he like looked away from the camera. And then when he turned to look at it, there was a little bit of a cut. And you you could barely see it, but then it was Robert Pattinson. And I'm like, all right, delay this movie, just like you like, just like Marvel delayed Morbius, smooth some things out and just release it. Like I've been waiting for this movie for a long time. I've been waiting for this movie since Ben Affleck was attached to it. So let's just go ahead and delay it, smooth things out to where it looks perfect and then release it because you Warner Brothers needs to be really really careful about movies like this because they're just releasing movies like it's no one's business and they're just releasing movies that aren't polished. And just, I, I have, I'm disappointed in Warner brothers because I love DC comics and I just want this to be good.
0: I think it will be. I mean, I'm not, I'm not real concerned, frankly, about the quality of this one. Um, I thought it looked okay from the trailers. I I, in fact, yeah. I think the movie looks awesome.
1: And we have, like, standees and posters and all kinds of stuff. And, banner, like, b- huge banners at my theater. So, I I don't know. Maybe just your particular little quarter there, like, is not...
0: No, I hear you. Uh, like I said, I'm not trying to make a mountain out of a molehill on this one. I just... I, it just seems a little off. But, who knows? <laughs> I'm still excited let's, for it,
1: though. Let's hope they don't delay, because Doctor Strange delayed till May to give Batman some breathing. So, they each had breathing room.
0: Yeah. Uh, I... I if it comes out, it'll be the big movie in March. And I think they, need Oh yeah, it. for sure. Yeah. Um, cause frankly, I think January, I think February is not going to be what December was. And I think people are going to be looking at movie theaters again in a more negative light again. Me too. Um, so hopefully the Batman kind of changes that, but who knows? Uh, March 11th has fear. Oh man. Uh, I don't know much about this. Um, Directed by Dion Taylor, who did Fatal and The Intruder. Oh, Lord.
1: <laughs> yeah, and Traffic. and It's a pass.
2: virus movie, so let's move on.
0: Hard pass. Does yeah. is, is, is anyone want to talk about this? Nope. Hard pass. Pixar is turning red. Uh, does anyone else want to talk about this?
1: Uh, Nothing. Not, just other than to point out it's the third consecutive Pixar to go straight to Disney+. Uh, as long as they don't do Lightyear that way, I'm good with watching that one at home.
0: Isn't this one coming to theaters too, like as well as Disney Plus or not?
1: I, I heard that it's going just straight to Disney Plus
0: because we have we have posters for this too. Um,
1: yeah, s- s- same as our theaters, so that's why I was like really confused. But I, I hope it does. If it does go to theaters, I will go see it. The only two Pixar movies I've not seen in theaters were Soul and Luca, and that's just because they didn't get theatrical releases at all. That sucks. So, I'm a huge, 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 I'm a Pixar fanatic, so.
0: I like, I like Soul. I didn't care as much for Luca as you did, um, but uh, this looks all right. So I, I don't know what to, th- what, what else to say about this one. Yeah, no. All right. We're going to channel the energy of Steven Senegal here. We got Downton Abbey, a new era.
2: Pass. Pass.
1: I'd rather see Pass. 666.
0: Yeah, this is this is this is my pass for sure. I, I could care less. Uh, Operation Fortune, Rosé.
1: Ruse de Guerre.
0: Okay, um, there you go. Pass.
1: Yeah, it's, it's got Ritchie in it, and Aubrey Plaza. And, and that's the thing. I, I don't know if you've seen the trailer, but it looks awesome.
0: Oh, this is but, a Guy Ritchie movie. God, yeah. this looks oh, so much looks... like a movie I don't want to watch. Uh but I, I love I love Guy Ritchie. <sighs> I don't know. I really don't. But
1: uh it's going to bomb with that title. Yeah, I agree. Uh,
0: guy Ritchie movies just haven't been doing well in the box office anyway. I just mm-hmm. I don't I'm surprised the guy keeps getting money, honestly. Um I I like him and I like his movies a lot. I thought Wrath of Man was awesome. You know, I right.
1: think his movies do really. I don't have verification on this, but I think his movies do really well in England.
0: Probably, yeah. you may be right on that. They may be. They, uh, they get some good English overseas novel. money. Oh, yeah, but I don't know. Yeah, it looks rough actually, but almost all of his movies and trailers do. And then when I watch them, I'm like, oh, this is awesome. <laughs> so, so that's just kind of seems to be the trend here. Um, all right, now we got The Unbreakable Boy. Who's interested in this one?
1: Uh, pass. Prob- probably pass. I, if it was streaming, no question, I would watch it. But
0: I hate to say pass about a movie about a, a kid with a bone brittle disease and autism. Yeah. You know, because that, you, that it you, unbreakable. Yeah, it just it makes you seem like an asshole to say a pass about a movie like that. But I'm passing. I'm sorry. Um, you know, all the best for the kid. But man, uh, it just doesn't look very good to me. Um, either way, and then we got a movie I am very interested in, and my number one most anticipated movie for next year, even probably beating Halloween ends. But who knows? We'll see is X from Ty West starring Mia Goth and Jenna Ortega. Is yep. anyone else as excited about this movie as I am?
2: Same. Oh,
0: yeah. Uh, I, it's I love Ty time. West's
2: movies. Uh, most of them are really, really good. And uh, I'm. this is an A24 film as well.
0: Him teaming up with A24 for the first time.
2: Yeah. And he seems
0: prime for A24. Yes,
2: he does.
1: Absolutely.
0: So um, I'm excited to yeah. see what this is going to be.
3: This looks. I've seen awesome. nothing about it yet, but it looks good. So I definitely will probably be checking it out. Anything from a 24, I usually check out anyways, especially if it's horror.
0: So that poster is amazing. Like, yeah, <laughs> I'm just saying I, I love the poster. I love everything about this. This looks like a movie also primed to tick Steve, uh, Stephen Senegal off.
1: Yeah. It's um, not
0: for but Steve. but uh, I couldn't be any more excited about this movie if I tried. The trailer looks great. Ty West is legit. I think one of the modern greats. I love all of his movies. He's not made one that I haven't liked. Um, yeah. So let's let's do this thing. <laughs>
2: Even though yeah. The Innkeepers is better than House of the Devil, fight me.
0: I disagree, but I, I think The Innkeepers is awesome too. Same, uh, but House of the Devil is legit. Like <laughs> I would say, probably one of my favorite movies the last twenty years or so. Same. Uh, next up is the Lost City in March twenty fifth. Another Channing Tatum movie along with Sandra Bullock. Uh,
3: you you know my you know my beliefs on Channing Tatum and Sandra Bullock. So when you throw them both into a film, that'll be a hard pass for me.
0: People think I'm exaggerating when I say I'd rather get kicked in the nuts than watch this movie. I swear to God, I would. <laughs> There's no chance I'm watching this film. <laughs> None. Zero. <laughs>
1: Just well, as not. a
2: shocker to everybody, this movie kind of does look funny.
1: I yeah, I think it looks funny too. Like my wife and I are going to go see it. Yeah, Daniel. Rad- I mean, it's a it's a satire. I mean, it's got Daniel Radcliffe and, and Brad Pitt in it, so it's going to be it's going to be all right. I love you guys me some Sandy. You guys yep, can have we'll it. it. I don't. I'm the opposite. You I don't can have your devil movie. I'll keep I'll take some Sandra Bullock. I'll,
0: ta- I'll take the devil movie over this crap. I, a Sandra Bullock movie, if she's in it, the movie's working from behind, honestly. She is, she's, <laughs> she's, she's an actress. I just don't like her projects. I think she's a great actress. It's just her movies and the stuff she attaches to are so disinteresting to me. <laughs> but either way, April 1st, we've got Easter Sunday.
1: Mm, pass. Uh, no, no I don't even know what it's about, that. but pass. No.
0: Okay. All right. Sorry. Sorry. Um. We, we got violence of action. Not, just no, get... nothing again. Oh, come on. You won't be alone.
1: No, it's a war movie. I think I don't get into war movies. Yeah. Marines. I don't care about that.
0: Numi Raposo. I like her And a horror movie. You won't be alone. I don't know. This looks. This uh, I don't know
1: if that,
2: it's a war movie. It it now looks
0: no, he pretty was talking good.
2: About the one before this.
0: Oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah.
3: Violence. The invasion. the you won't be alone actually looks really good. Uh, yeah, this uh, looks. Dope. It looks fantastic.
0: Yeah, I guess it totally I forgot does. to say the title or something like that. Or, uh, yeah. So. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, because the audience could totally read the list I'm reading. Uh, but <laughs> you won't be alone. It looks dope. Like it's and got. That's on it's the, got on what? This image. It's got chicken. There's a chicken on this image. I like chickens. It's
2: got chicken.
0: It does. <laughs> it does. Um, I like chickens. I like Numi Rapace. She's in a lot of great mm-hmm. stuff. Um, uh, this is going to be good.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm in.
0: Yeah. All right. all right. I'm glad we're all in on that one. Uh, sorry, for, sorry for forgetting the title. I and, want to
2: introduce uh, the next movie.
0: Uh, Morbius.
2: Yep. No, not... Can can I yeah, introduce the s- next movie on April eighth?
1: Uh, you skip more we skip Morbius somehow. for the no, 1st. But I, I, we I, I we talked about back. that at the very beginning. Oh, okay. I yeah. was
0: coming back around to it. I, I'm a, okay. Yeah, we talked about it. It's what it is. I'm going to see it. I'm not terribly excited, but yeah. uh, I, I was coming it. back around it because I was going to act like there wasn't anything coming out that month.
1: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I got you. I got you.
0: Yes, uh, Mike. Yeah, go you ahead. Can, Mike. You can go ahead.
2: Okay. Go ahead. Because this is David's number one most anticipated film of the year, directed by one of his all-time favorite directors. Like, David goes to sleep at night wearing a shirt that was once touched by this director. That's how much he loves this director.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, And this is Ambulance, directed by the legendary Michael Bay.
0: Are you ready for my opinion on this? It
2: actually doesn't look too bad.
0: I'm excited for it. I'm always excited for a Michael Bay movie because I want to find the movie, uh, his next 13 hours, that I actually liked. Even though I, I'm not a huge fan of like some of the background ancillary stuff, but I could totally tell you 13 hours is a dope-ass movie, regardless of my opinions on the rest of it. It was a good movie.
2: Yeah, and this has Hall and uh, exactly. Yaya uh, Mateen in it.
0: Yep, both of and, them uh, alone make me yeah. excited for this. Uh, I Same saw here. the trailer. And then it was one of those gut punches where it was at the very end. I saw Michael Bay and I go, you know what? I don't even care. I'm going for it. I've got to.
1: Did you guys feel it kind of they showed the whole movie in the trailer, though? Yeah, they did. That's, that's <laughs> kind of how I felt, too. Yeah. I was like, oh, gosh. But whatever. else? I mean, it's you worth come worth worth for it. the explosions anyway.
0: You're probably going to get a few. <laughs> but uh, either way. Uh, some good stuff, though, coming up with that one. Uh, I'm excited. And I'll also let you introduce the next one, Mike.
2: Oh, OK. Yeah, because I'm excited about this one. Uh, It's got my boy Idris Elba in it. So uh, this is Sonic the Hedgehog 2. And I'm super excited for this movie, even if it's half as good and half as entertaining as the first one. This will still be a good movie. Um. I think they really did a good job with the first Sonic. It was kind of a a, a little bit of a return to form in Jim Carrey's comedic yeah, roles. Sure. And uh he was spot on as Dr. Robotnik. And uh and Sonic was the the character of Sonic was really good too. And now you're throwing in Idris Elba. Yep. Give me all the Sonic too.
0: Yeah, I I I, I
3: agree. I, I'm I made a joke with Chris because was said he wasn't going to make uh, Knuckles voice sexy, and then we saw the trailer and I said, "Well, he lied." I was, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Why is why is he trying to make Knuckles that way?" And and like Jim Carrey is perfect. I can't believe Jim Carrey is sixty years old, to be honest. Um, but
2: like. I've been around I, for 40 years now. I oh, mean, my gosh. Being living color days. Yeah. That was 40 years ago. Yep. Uh, but
3: I just, I can't wait. I, I genuinely am excited about this one. I was, I even thoroughly enjoyed, um, I, I thoroughly enjoyed the first one. Uh, after they fixed all the, you know, the visual issues that they were going to have, like giving Sonic teeth. Um I I just decided that I wasn't going to see it, and then they fixed it, and I said, "All right, I'll watch it." And then, including Tails and Knuckles and Chaos Gems, I am I'm here for it.
0: I liked the first one; I thought it was a really good movie in a lot of ways. Um, I'm pretty excited for this. uh, Honestly, it just looks good. I don't know what else to say. Um, Just looks like a good time for sure. Um, Does anyone else have anything they want to say about Sonic Two?
1: Nope, I'm just stoked for it and just still like genuinely like I walked out of Sonic 1. I'm like, I can't believe how freaking good that was.
0: Yeah, yeah, I I was the the same way. I was pretty amped about it. All right, uh, we're going to have to move along just a little bit quicker. We are going very long here. (laughs) So April 15th, we've got Fantastic Beasts, The Secrets of Dumbledore. I'm pretty Uh, excited about
3: this. Uh, I'm not um, because they solely because of the issues surrounding Johnny Depp and the fact that they fired him and then said, well, you know, we'll keep you fired, even though we know that you were in the, you you know, you you weren't in the wrong. wrong. Yeah, he didn't do anything wrong. And then they said, we'll keep it. we'll, We'll fire you, keep you fired. And then we'll hire Mads Mikkelsen, which I love Mads Mikkelsen getting work, but it's just it's sour. It is a sour. I agree with yeah. that. And I feel like the entire franchise at this point now is sour. Uh, and but they don't care. They're here to make money and they'll definitely make money from the hardcore fans. But I I haven't enjoyed these movies since the second one. So I just I'm not going to go see it. I'm 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 boi- I'm personally boycotting this one along with boycotting Aquaman
2: too.
0: That's fair. I mean, I got no no problem with that at all. I can respect that as well. Yeah, I'm me not time. gonna I'm not gonna tell anyone not to, um, especially in the case of something like this. Um, for me, I am kind of excited for the movie. I get it uh, on that level. Like, I, I think it's shitty. Like what happened um, to Johnny Depp, and I'm not defending it. It's more one of those things where it's like I'm too invested at this point to back out. Because I like, I like the series pretty well up until this point. I thought the last entry was good. And they can explain it. At, at least like the um, the swap. So I, I don't know. So it, it, it is what it is. I just don't have a whole, whole awful lot of else to go off of on that one. Um, but next up is 13 Lives. Does anyone have anything on this? I, I don't know. Much pass. about a Ron Howard movie who's been about as average as humanly possible for twelve decades now. It's honestly. the cave
2: kids movies.
0: Yeah. Movie where yeah. the,
2: the kids were trapped in the cave in I think Thailand or something like that. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: There was a documentary on that this year that's in, yeah. getting some award buzz. But so it's the feature film of that. Be yeah, fine.
0: sure. I, I I get that part. It's just yeah. pass. There's just not a whole lot to it. I, I'm not a big Rod Howard fan anymore.
1: No, me either. never been. I
0: mean, his, his movies just are so, so borderline. Just, just baseline five or six out of ten almost every time. I, I just hard, find it a hard time to be excited at all. The Bad Guys, April 22nd. Yeah, this one's a pass for me. Is anyone excited about this? Pass. Pass?
2: Pass. Okay. Pass.
0: Okay, uh, fair enough. <laughs> the north man all right now, now uh, this one you've crap. got what? I'm
3: kidding I, said ho- oh, I was about to I was concerned for oh I was so concerned
0: <laughs> <laughs> I am very excited about this movie um, what about everyone else?
3: Yeah. Um, it, yeah it's coming from the director of one of my favorite films that's The Lighthouse uh so he Robert Eagers knows how to do a period piece. And albeit it's not a horror film like I would wish it would be, um, I am I am deadly excited for this one. I we saw the trailer for it last night and I told Chris I was like, I'm I'm going. I'm like, I'm definitely going. I know that they're probably not gonna be having it in Farmington, uh, which sucks. Uh, They haven't had I don't I don't think they had the lighthouse down here as well. So but I will be definitely going to I will be definitely going to St. Louis to a theater to see it. I I can't. I hope if they have it as an IMAX experience, I'm I'm going for it. I can't not do it.
0: All right. Yeah, fair enough. It looks great. We don't know a whole lot about it at this point. Uh, It's got Alexander Skarsgård in it. Nicole Kidman, Anya Taylor-Joy, York in it, um, Ethan Hawke, Willem Dafoe, Ralph Inneson. I mean, this is a stacked, stacked cast. And the movie looks awesome. I mean, everything about this looks like it's going to be a 10 out of 10 type of film. This looks dope.
2: And and much in uh, Eggers' uh, fashion, they built a whole town to film in, like, yeah, all their sets and everything, just like they did in The Witch and the Lighthouse. I mean, so this yep. thing's going to
0: be amazing. Yeah, it looks absolutely phenomenal. um So I'm sure everyone's pretty pumped about this. If I'm, oh, yeah. if I'm not uh, mistaken, so I'm jazzed. Uh, let's 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 get all that. That's another one. That's probably in my top five of the most anticipated for sure. Easily. Um, so good stuff there. We have, uh, coming up next, uh, The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. Uh, I, I'm excited for it.
1: Me too. I uh, hope I didn't mean, double feature it with the Northmen.
0: Yeah, yeah, that would be an interesting uh, double feature there. Nick Cage, uh, playing Nick Cage. Um, I know someone who was texting. He hates Nick. There's, there's a lot of people out there that just hate Nick Cage, um, which kind of surprises me. Uh, but I think this seems like a hilarious joke like that's what it is it, it's a it's a comedy I mean it is definitely intentional in poking fun at himself I, I get it for sure so uh, that, that one I'm pretty excited for and it sounds like you are you guys are as well
3: absolutely. yeah absolutely
0: excellent Good deal uh we got. Um, 65 on April 29th. Oh, oh, wait. Yeah, I was just kind of. Yeah, I don't know. I don't I don't know much about it. Scott Same. Beck is a writer, uh, mostly known for stuff on The Quiet Place and some horror movies. And it's got Adam Driver. So it sounds promising. It's just one of those movies you don't know anything enough about other than its existence to really get excited for. Uh, May sixth has Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. I'm pretty excited for that. Um, it seems pretty good. Are you guys are pretty excited for it too? Yeah,
3: yeah. Uh, I, I hear that it's going to have an even bigger bunch of cameos than Endgame, so it kind of makes me concerned for other Marvel films. Is you know how big how big are they willing to get? Um, but I like the concept. I, I love the whole idea of they're just burning through the multiverse stuff. So, yeah, good. I mean, I think that was probably the next best thing for Marvel as a whole is since they're done with all their Thanos and the Infinity Stones and stuff. So, yeah, I think it's I think it'll be pretty good. And I'll more than likely go see it.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm seeing it for sure. I mean, I like all these Marvel movies. They just keep they just keep going. Uh, I'm just. Super invested in him at this point and not going to not care about him. Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris
1: is next. That's the annual obligatory uh, Lady Cat, like Palms, uh, the book club, all those movies that come out the weekend of the big Marvel movie. So the what I, I think this is a stereotype, but the the marketing and the idea behind it is that the wives and girlfriends have something to go see while the boyfriends and husbands go to de- go to the Marvel movie, but they they do one every single time. You can like trace it back all, going all the way back for like seven or eight Jeez years.
0: Louise. The funny thing is though. I, I mean, I know just as many women who want to go see Marvel. I, I ain't seeing this crap. There's no chance.
1: <laughs> no.
0: Uh, oh, well, yeah, yeah. It's a hard pass. I was kind of looking at it and I'm like, yep. no, <laughs> Um, so that, that's okay though. Next up is The Innocence. Um, this is going to be, uh, pretty interesting. Um, are you guys yeah. pretty excited about this one?
1: I am very excited about this one.
0: Yeah, this one's getting some buzz, isn't it? Yeah. Good, good, good deal. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a good film. There's not a whole lot known about it, but, uh, I mean, you're dealing with a lot of, the, some of these art films are going to be similar to that anyway. Um, definitely looks like it could be a really good Really good movie if it goes for it. Um, next up is DC League of Super Pets. No.
1: Pass. Pro- probably pass. I might see it. I don't know.
0: The Bob's Burgers movie. Anyone like that on May 27th? Uh,
1: pass. Yes. Uh, because My it pass. is
0: going
3: to have the same issue as uh, the Simpsons movie. Uh, Which was good. I, Which was sure. excellent. We're entitled to our own opinions. Um, but just following the whole trend of having a very popular TV show, albeit not a show that I care for. Um, and then, hey, it's so popular. Let's make a movie of it. And then just be like, well, that was a movie. So let's go on and finish the show. Let's go continue doing this show. It's just uh, it's it's eh for me.
1: It's my number one anticipated movie of the year. Hands down. I think that. Let's see. I hope I dropped again.
0: Oh, okay. Um, so no, I I don't know. You uh Jody, you still there?
1: Yeah, I'm still here. I dropped, but I uh came back on. It's okay. no, it's easily I, I would say my my number one non tent pole movie, anticipated movie of the year.
0: Yeah, I'm not excited for this one, you, I'll be honest. I I get it. Fans of Bob's burgers are probably all in on this. Um, yeah, my wife I, likes the show. I can tolerate it, but I just don't find it very funny. I, I don't. I like dry humor. It's just I don't like the animation. I don't like a lot of things about it. Um, it's just not my <laughs> Tina,
1: vibe. Tina Belcher is my spirit animal. I, I have a Christmas tree or I got like magnets that say butts and stuff. It's, it's, it's my humor. It's uh, what I love about the actually what about this movie and the Simpsons movie is they can push the envelope. They're not restricted. You know, they can make a PG-13 film where they're not restricted to some of the television standards. Now you have something like the South Park movie, which I do also love, too, but uh, where you make an R-rated or Team America World Police where you can just, like, have no boundaries. And sometimes that can get a little over top. But I could appreciate some of the things that were in the Simpsons movie and that I know will likely be in this movie that where they can push the envelope a little further than television. So it serves it serves a valid purpose to get a feature film.
0: And, uh, Beavis and Butthead do America. Don't forget. That. Oh yeah. That yeah. Awesome. Oh
1: dude. It's one of my favorite movies of all time.
0: Yeah. That's an awesome movie. Um, but yeah. And then next up is Top Gun Maverick. Are you guys ready for my opinion on that?
1: I uh, go, go for, for it. it.
0: Pass. Is anything else?
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm I sorry. That. I'm a kid of the eighties. So this is, this is exciting.
0: I'm sure it is. Uh, And I would be, and it's not, don't get me wrong. It's not because I don't like Top Gun or wasn't excited about it. It's been delayed so many times. I just don't care anymore. I just don't. Like, I'll be honest. There's movies that come out that get delayed so many times. I'm just like, screw it. I'm just done. You know, I'm done playing the, done with the circus. (laughs) So when it comes out, I'll go see it. And hopefully it's great. Hopefully I love it. Because if it is, I'll, I'll give it everything it's got coming. But I'm not going to get excited until I see it. Because it's either, you know, and the perception perception is it's in production hell. It's probably not been delayed because of COVID and all that crap. Yeah. But it's still, how many times is it? I mean, this is two, three years of it being it, it, delayed it, at it, this two point. Years. Two now. full it, years. It's, it's it was terrible.
1: June, June of 2020 is when it was supposed to come.
0: I just can't so. get excited for something that's been delayed that many times.
1: Um so either I way I think though I'm really and I'm really excited about this is I think Top Gun and Death on the Nile are the last two 2020 films that, <laughs> that I think I think they're all out now
0: All right I think deal.
1: so I, yeah I I'm done with the covid delays I don't like thinking about covid I don't like you know just I'm ready for everything to be out and let's move on from this thing
0: I agree June 10th, Jurassic World Dominion. Pass. Anyone else?
1: Pass. Uh, Jody? I can't pass on a Jurassic World movie, but I'm not, like, flipping in my chair about it. That
0: second one, I thought, reeked.
1: It did. I totally agree. I think the second of the first trilogy kind of reeked, too. That's an unpopular opinion, but I, I really loved the first Jurassic Park. Top five favorite movies ever. Um. Jurassic Park three, I thought wasn't enjoyable because it was short, enjoyable almost like sci-fi kind of B movie. But like man, three or the middle that middle one, and I'm hoping that's going to be the same kind of. I'm the opposite. I didn't
0: like three. I like two
1: of the first trilogy. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I, I mean, it could be what it is. I, I don't know. It, it was. I haven't seen it in years.
1: But Jurassic, the Jurassic World two is worse than, and then I think the second Jurassic Park.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah, I mean. Lost World Jurassic Park 2. Yeah, like, I think, like, it's, what like, yeah, that was, like, terrible.
0: Um. Next Next up, though, is, um. so this is, we're now into June's releases. I have been. June 10th was uh, Jurassic World, and we got Pixar's Lightyear coming June 17th. I think this looks good.
1: I cried at the trailer, so, yeah. Really? Yep. I okay. um, told you, you, I'm, you, I'm a, I'm a Pixar okay? fanatic. Uh,
3: look, I I get that. I get it. I'm not going to go see this one. I'm not excited for it in any way, shape, or form. I I, I had the TV show I grew up on, and that's all I need.
0: Okay, fair enough. No. We got um, also coming out June 17th on Friday is a movie called Oh, Hell No with Jack Black and sakurai Mm -hmm. as the director um uh, who did some interesting movies to say the least Uh, this this could be okay um i we it's just one of those things where there's not enough out there to really get excited for Mm -hmm. um but it is what it is uh june 24th we have the black phone which i am totally jazzed for this looks awesome (laughs) so um, are you guys excited for this this ethan Hawke horror film based on a joe hill novel um, I think it's going to be great.
3: Uh, I've seen some things about it. Um, I'm definitely going to probably see it. I love Ethan Hawke. And it just looks creepy. So I'm definitely I'm definitely here for it as a film.
0: All right. Heck yeah. Uh, Jody, what are your thoughts on this
1: one? Yeah, I'm all in.
0: All right. Good deal. Coming out that same week is Baz Luhrmann's uh, Elvis movie. Literally called Elvis movie. As Tom Hanks in it, um, uh, quite a, quite a, quite the cast, and quite the cares to give.
3: I think I'm just gonna pass on it. They, I mean, there's been I'll plenty see. of, there's been so many Elvis and other films like that. I just I don't care enough. Like I I do enjoy some Elvis, and but I I don't need to see an Elvis movie. It,
0: That's right. So. All right. Um, Do you have anything for this one, Jody?
1: Uh, Nope. Other than John Carpenter's Elvis movie, which I've never seen. I've never seen an Elvis movie, but or can even think of any single other Elvis movie besides that one. So uh, just neutral so far.
0: Okay. I mean, it could be what it is. It looks like we've got Shotgun Wedding coming out. Uh, This one. This looks terrible. Uh, I don't I don't know. I don't know what else to say about this. Yeah. No. Um, pass. Uh, yeah. Everyone's just. I think it that looks,
1: it's Jennifer Lopez. But I think wedding one looks better than this one or that. Marry me. Hard pass. Honestly.
3: Yeah. Why is why is Jennifer Lopez in two different wedding films this year? Like,
1: is there is there a trend going? That's her stick. I mean, she was in like wedding planner and monster and like, like a lot of other brides stuff. That's her stick.
0: Yeah, it uh, doesn't make it better for me. Uh, I guess that's just
3: her acting range in general. It's just someone who got married, so I guess, oh well.
0: Either way, back in July, we got the 1st of July, has Minions, The Rise of Gru. Hell no. Pass. Hell, Pass. hell no. I hate this Minions series with such a burning passion. I hate the Despicable Me series with a burning passion. Uh, I don't know why. I hate those Minions, though, with a burning passion. July 8th is Thor Love and Thunder. Now, I am pumped about this. Yep. Um,
3: I'm definitely excited up. to see what they do with it. Um, I'll, I, I'll, I'll probably go see it, but I just do want some more promotional stuff about it.
0: I, I don't need anything. I don't care. I could give a crap less. Give me it. It's Taika Waititi again. Um, everything about this going to be great. Um, the, the cast looks awesome in this, too. Christian Bale, Matt Damon, Natalie Portman coming back. Um, Taika Waititi is Korg, of course. Uh, Chris, uh, Chris Hemsworth, you know, is back. Chris Pratt. You know, this has got a lot of stars showing up in this thing. So I am absolutely jazzed about this. So, because I love the second one. That that Thor movie changed. I was in the superhero slump and I've been riding high ever since. And that movie came came out and I was not, not anymore on that slump at all. So next up we got uh, for the next week it'll be bed rest. Um, you know it is what it is. Pass. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> there's there's just not a whole lot of information on that. I'm sure it'll probably be okay. Uh, we do have uh, bullet train. Is anyone excited? This sounds this cool.
1: One? It does. Uh, sound I mean,
0: cool. I need,
1: Yeah. On uh, paper, it sounds cool.
0: Yeah. Another. Ah, uh, dang it. It's got freaking Sandra Bullock in it, so I'm passing. You
3: know? Yeah, I, I. That's. It's way too mind. Yeah.
0: I mean, it'll it'll have to convince me to watch it. I mean, it's close. The concept is great. I know it sounds unreasonable, and I don't. I can't really even explain it, but
1: I. I don't know. He directed Hobbs and Shaw, Deadpool, Tool, and Atomic Blonde, so I think it's going to be sweet, regardless of who's in it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm sure I'll see it. I see just about anything anyway, so. But you know, it is what it is. Nope the new uh the new Peel film, uh, Jordan Peel film. I'm very very excited about the yeah, film. Need any information? I'm just gonna see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just seeing.
3: It. I'm curious of what he'll do, so i yeah, I'll go see it.
0: This looks like it's gonna be mysterious for everything because there's not even a synopsis on this. All we know is that that poster. It's all we need to know, I guess.
1: Is is just go see it. Wouldn't it be cool if it stayed that way?
0: I hope so. And they're just like, like, you
1: know what? Nope, you don't get to know. (laughs) Nope. I didn't say that on purpose, but that's funny. Uh, That we don't get to know anything until it just comes out.
0: I agree. I'm fine with that. And then July 22nd, we have Under the Boardwalk. Pass. A movie about sea crab tourists.
3: Yeah. Pass.
0: Yeah, that that ain't it. For me, um, we got uh, Where the Crawdads Sink. Uh, which I've heard a little bit about, and uh, I'm sure this is going to be a good one.
1: Yeah, I just I need more information, but for now need a little
0: bit more information. For now, yeah. it looks like an award type movie. Um, yeah. Black Adam. Now, yep. this one I'm pretty excited for. I'm jazzed about this.
3: Um, I'm I'm excited if it would ever get out of development hell, but I it's just been stuck there for a few years now.
0: I don't know. I just think it's been in development. They they announced this one too soon is what I think happened. It's never really, to my knowledge, had an official release date, has it? No. So, uh, I mean, it's just been, it's just taken a while to make. They just announced it too soon that, that The Rock was casted. Um, I think it'll be cool, though. Um, it just <laughs> is what it is. I, I'm pretty, pretty pumped. I thought Shazam was dope. We'll see about uh, Black Adam. Uh, August 12th, Friday, we have Bros. Are we excited N- for that?
1: Nose. <laughs> near as I can tell, near as I can tell, it's a queer film.
0: Okay, I mean that—that'd be all right. Uh, you know, it, it is that. that want to be what it is. We got the Man from Toronto, uh, Patrick Hughes movie with Woody Harrelson. Uh, I'll probably see it on that alone, but it's got Kevin Hart, so that—that that makes it worse. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. Uh,
1: Penny from the Big Bang Theory. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know anything about it
0: yeah i'm probably passing on that one um secret headquarters yep uh, owen wilson michael Pena in it that that could be okay
1: it's uh, the uh, catfish and paranormal activity three and four guys
0: oh okay actually that may not may not be a bad movie i i may be down for that and then we have a movie called beast and uh, we've had a lot of movies called beast here recently mm-hmm. This one has uh, Charlotte Copley, who I love. Uh, absolutely adore that actor, and Idris Elba in it. Um, so that that's um, definitely enough uh, to get me to be at least interested in it, although it's from the director of Two Guns. So another type of working from behind type scenario with that one, to say the least. Mm-hmm. Um, next up, we have The Bride. Uh, this one would have. Uh, oh, wait. No, it doesn't have Jennifer, <laughs> it doesn't
3: Lopez, have Jennifer so Lopez. It doesn't have Jennifer Lopez.
0: I was looking. Uh, it does not. <laughs> Directed by Jessica M. Thompson, though this does not look even remotely interesting to me. But um, a young woman is courted and swept off her feet, only to realize a gothic conspiracy is afoot. Great. That oh, looks sounds like some straight to DVD fodder to me. Yeah. Um, got Samaritan on August twenty sixth. Another one uh, that has another movie out there called it, but this one has Sylvester Stallone in it. Oh, OK. I guess no one's no one's jazzed about that.
1: I mean, we'll see maybe when trailers come out. wing
0: yeah. And a prayer is the next week's movie. And uh, Sean McNamara uh, with uh, Heather Graham in the lead role. I, this is another one. We just don't know much about kind of a plane crash type. movie.
3: It's another one of the whole pilot is not available, able to do his job. And somebody has to fly the plane for him type of movie. So I'm Sorry. I'm out.
1: Uh, we have a movie called Dark Harvest. Can can I talk about this one? Yeah, go for it. Th- this is officially my most anticipated movie of the year, even like over like the Marvel stuff. I yeah. read this book. It it Well, because you guys know I love Scarecrow Horror. That's always been a thing, right? So it's been a long, long time since we've had scare horror, Scarecrow Horror on the big screen, unless you count like the little segments in uh, Scary Stories. But but it's also kind of like The Hunger Games, where this story, Scarecrow comes to life every Halloween and makes his way to the town. And all the teenage boys between 16 and 18 have to go out and try to kill it. And then whoever can kill it wins the prize money for the year. And then their family, their families like get free food and like their house gets paid for and like all this stuff. But it's like this like it was just it was an awesome book. And so and it's directed by David Slade, who made 30 Days of Night. So. (laughs) I am so 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 excited for this. And it I do,
0: looks also don't made the suck. worst movie in the in the Twilight series with Eclipse. Oh. No. so uh,
3: no. I, I don't know. Yeah, no. but it looks good, and that poster is absolutely visually appealing to is me. Isn't
0: that just the book's cover? Yeah, is it the book the cover? Co- yeah, they yeah. just use oh. the book
3: <laughs> Well, I'm just gonna buy the yeah. book then.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that that totally looks like a book. Well, yeah.
3: yeah. Oh well. I was yeah, like, the cover right. looks really cool, and that's why it's a book cover.
0: So I'm yeah, I'm glad I... you described it because I was going to just pass on it, uh, and I'm sure that's why you decided to take over on that. Um, I, I'm interested. I like scarecrow horror, so that that sounds pretty good. You got me convinced. Uh, and he, next... it,
1: like he he comes alive, like at the way described in the book. I hope they don't mess it up in the movie, but just the way like he comes out of the ground and everything. I'm so oh gosh, I'm so excited.
0: All right, heck yeah, man, that's gonna be dope. Uh, September 16th, we have a movie called Distant, an asteroid miner. Um, great. Um, uh, that'll be interesting. Anybody got anything for that?
1: Mm, nothing. Not a thing.
0: I'm going to start blasting through some of these movies that I don't yeah. know anything about. So just stop me because we're almost two hours. Uh, we got yeah. The Woman King. Uh, yeah, nope. I don't know anything about it. Nope. Um, seems, I'm sure it'll be interesting. Um, Running through, we got Don't Worry Darling and Puss in Oscar Boots. Oscar Bait. Yeah, Oscar Bait, Don't Worry yeah,
3: Darling. Yeah, I, I believe that Puss in Boots is Oscar Bait. Yeah, Puss
0: in um, Boots is <laughs> going to be trash. <laughs> oh, Jazz.
3: yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Uh, Mission Impossible 7, Jazz. I'm absolutely jazzed. Yep. The other movie's uh-huh. been phenomenal in that series. Yeah.
3: Caleb, have you seen those other movies? I have not watched. I, I'm not a big Tom Cruise fan, so I just uh, changed
0: that. Watch uh, from Ghost Protocol on. <laughs> I'm, no, I'm serious. Um, watch from Ghost Protocol on. These are these are the best action movies that are ongoing series right now. Period. Yeah. I'm not even joking. Like 100%. Ghost Protocol and After has been legit nine or ten action action movies. Like these are that good. Mm. Um, don't sleep on them. They're really great. Um, then October seventh has Spider Man Across the Spider Verse Part One.
3: Uh, sold yes uh, yeah so, sold, definitely yeah. very much sold
0: um, i'm scared of what the movie theater will do again with the new spider-man movie because i'm still having flashbacks and nightmares from that godforsaken forsaken time uh, <laughs> as, as consistent theaters were ripped and torn from spider-man uh, they're just now recovering uh, from those times um, october 13th we have meeting kate and then October 14th, we have the Coupe de Gras Halloween Kills. Jazz. Mm-hmm.
3: Halloween ends.
0: Yeah. Let's do it. Uh, I, I'm, I don't really need to say anything else about it.
3: Do you mean Halloween ends?
0: Yes. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's pretty obvious what I meant. <laughs> yeah, I know. But yeah, Halloween
3: ends. I, you um, confused me for a hot second. I was like, wait a second.
0: But, so. Uh, no. So Halloween ends is going to be... Um, just the continuation, the third movie in that franchise. I, uh, I'm excited for it. I think it'll be really great. Um,
3: yeah, but I'm hoping it really ties everything together, and makes it a really nice, really nice trilogy.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty, pretty stoked about that one. Um, then we got Ticket to Paradise on October twenty first. Pass. Yeah, yeah, it definitely looks pretty bad. It's weird that mm. it's coming out in October. Uh, so yeah, Canterbury Glass and David uh, O. Russell, Oscar bait. Great, yay! And then the Flash, something I oh, am yeah. kind of excited about. Yep. Uh, it'll get delayed though. Uh, I I don't yeah. see this coming out November fourth, the week before Black Panther. Don't see it happening. One of those is coming. Yeah. And I don't think I don't think we'll, uh, Black Panther's moving for the Flash. No. So uh, as long Panther, as it's
1: done,
0: yeah, true. Uh, November eleventh, yeah. Black Panther: Wakanda Forever, uh, um, totally sold.
3: This will be delayed. So. You think this one's going to be delayed? Um, la, la, uh, I can't pronounce her first name, and I feel Leticia terrible Wright. about it. Leticia Wright, yeah, she she's not going to get her shit together long enough for that to actually be coming out at that date. Um, they've pretty much wanted like. Mm-hmm. She's been causing a lot of issues on set and uh, just like with her comments recently on vaccines and stuff like that. And then the COVID virus. uh, Yeah, they've been asking her to to like be safe and all this other stuff. And she's just not doing it. And they've had to remove her from the set. So I'm pretty sure this will be delayed.
1: That's what I'm thinking Uh as well. Uh, but but you're right though. Given given equal ground that they're both equally finished, there's no way the Black Panther would move for the Flash. There's no way.
0: I I kind of have a feeling Disney's <laughs> going to get this one get this one going. By the time that comes out, I really do.
1: I hope so. Uh,
3: I, just, I I just I do as well. I also out. hope that they're they actually do justice to Bozeman. Um, I I I don't understand how they're doing this film without Chadwick Bozeman being available. You know, with his him being deceased now but i i really just hope they don't do a disservice to him um not all their tributes that they've ever tried to do have been fantastic so i'm just really hoping they don't
1: what i'm pretty sure is up. happening is that just there is no actual literal black panther character but it's all like it's everybody else it's his sister it's uh daniel kaluuya Lupita Nyong'o, uh, M'Baku. Uh, what's that guy's name? I forget his name at the moment. The guy that plays M'Baku. Like, from what I understand, it's supposed to like a team movie of yeah. everybody else. And then I bet you they'll pick a new Black Panther at the end, but they just did not want to recast T'Challa.
0: No. So. No, they're not going to. Um, it makes sense to me. Uh, I'm fine with the name. It, it makes sense. They're just going to make money off of that. It makes more... It makes more monetary uh, value to call it Black Panther as a sequel to it um, than they would without it. And we got the movie Spellbound, uh, which looks like some sort of Disney or Pixar movie. Um, not a whole yep. lot known about it, but it looks it looks good. Uh, I think it could definitely yep. be a good movie. Um, then we have Lyle Lyle the Crocodile. Pass. And she said on November eighteenth. Pass. She said pass. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree.
3: Uh, hard passes on both.
0: The Thanksgiving Wednesday, we have Creed 3. Uh, and I'm excited for that,
3: actually. Sold. Uh, I haven't even seen Creed 2. So probably, I probably either I'll catch up on Creed 2 and then go see it, or I'll just.
0: You have, you have 11 months to get it done. So I, I know, would, man. I would recommend that one. You, you would think you'd be able to get that one mm-hmm. in. You,
3: you, by the that's the funny that part. That's the funny part you'd think, but you never know.
0: <laughs> the Fablemans and Strange World. Are you guys excited? I'll, for I'll pass those? on
3: those
1: for the now. The Fablemans is uh, Spiel, Okay, Spielberg's getting in on the Belfast and Roma.
0: Hard and making,
1: making a... Uh, Child, like about his childhood.
0: Um, even harder pass for me. <laughs> that makes it even less likely for me to see it. I'm just being honest. great I,
1: cast. No, I know that, but I know you're not a Spielberg guy. But yeah, it's got a great cast. Yeah, yeah. Michelle Williams, Paul Dano, Seth Rogen. Yeah, it's r- but great it's you know it's, it's it's yeah. I
0: didn't hear a single great great person in there,
1: <laughs> dude. Paul Dano is phenomenal. Paul well, Dano's like, you know good.
0: Who, Yeah, I know. Who okay. He is. I like
1: Michelle, Dan. Michelle Williams is a like, she's good.
0: I, yeah. I was just mostly poking fun. It's, that's Seth
1: Rogen. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's an at next year's Oscar bait. So I'm guaranteed to see that, I'm sure. And then Strange uh, World. What is Strange World? I don't even know what that is. That's
0: a Disney movie based on one of their rides that they're going after. Again, uh, I think.
1: Well, OK. It,
0: it, it's it'll be Alan. Fine. Alan Tudyk. Tudyk is, yep. is the only uh, cast member uh, for that one so far.
1: two is better than one. Yeah.
0: Are you saying? (laughs) 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 Oh, that's great. (laughs) Um, (laughs) December 2nd as Violent Night.
1: I mean, whatever it is, whatever. It's a horror movie. So
0: Silent Night, Deadly Night with David Harbour. All right. yeah, uh, I'm sold. Yeah. Don't even need a trailer or nothing for that. Um, Are you that way, Caleb? Sold? Uh, Currently, yeah. Super Mario Bros. Oh, wait. No, no, I missed it. December 16th has.
1: <sighs>
0: all right. I've, I've been saving up. Avatar 2. Pass. Jody, I'm interested.
1: Where are you at? I- I'm interested. Well, of course, a sequel to the number one movie of all time. I'm going to at least go see it. What? Um.
3: What? Sorry, I think your uh, mic messed up there for a second. I think I thought you said that it was the number one movie of all time.
1: Uh, Avatar one is yeah. Like Avatar it, is, it, your f- is your is your best is your favorite no, movie. No, no, of all no, no, box box office. Box I think that part probably got dropped off. The number one box office film of all time is Avatar. It like it redefeated the Affinity War or the endgame movie. Yeah,
0: yeah I remember so,
1: that. Yeah, so I'm just saying like it's like There's a sucker I'm born
0: getting, every day to buy tickets to that godforsaken film.
1: To Avatar Two? <laughs>
0: Avatar one.
1: We don't we don't know anything about it yet. I, I hate Avatar. I hated the
0: original movie. I hated it. Everything about it. Um, I remember seeing this in the theater. I was pumped. And God bless it. I hate that movie. Oh, my lands!
3: I almost fell asleep because it was one of the longest movies I've ever seen. It was so ridiculous. The
0: world was boring. I don't get it. I really didn't get the hype for these movies other than a show showpiece of special effects, which were fine. I
1: don't get it. I really don't. The the way, the way, okay, I'm not defending it. Like, like Avatar, I haven't watched. Here's, here's how, how I can weigh in on Avatar. I haven't watched it in a decade. So, I haven't watched it since theaters. So, that should tell you, like, if I was like really stoked and really into it, like, I'd be, I'd be, you know, revisiting it every couple of years. But what I can say about it is, you don't get up to $2 billion by not having, good word of mouth and people liking the film and i don't know and repeat repeat re, you have to have almost like repeat we we wouldn't saw it three times i just like cuz like and it, but it was like, the hey. reason
0: why i think is is yeah. the clear is the thing it was yeah. a advancement of technology that at that yeah. time people thought was going to take off i think that mm-hmm. movie lived and died by the 3d it helped create that is now sure. well phased out
1: And and that's why I think I've never wanted to watch it at home. Yeah. And we've had
0: countless other movies that have done visual effects and stuff better than Avatar. At that time, people were starved for that entertainment. And I think there was some solid word of mouth. I remember people saying they they thought it was okay, but I remember just as many people walking out of that theater saying they hated it and thought it just looked
1: cool. It was too long. For one thing, it's way too long. It
0: was soulless. I mean, the story was boring. There was just nothing to it. Uh, I, I thought this thing was vapid. Um, so that's that's my many tirade, is, is I hate Avatar with a burning passion. <laughs> hate that godforsaken movie. I have forever. Um, I, I watched it the day it came out, and I hated it then. And I've hated it ever since. So I've you're going seen going see Part 2? I've seen two. it three times. I'll see it, uh, for sure. I see just about everything. But yeah. uh, So I'm going to watch Avatar 2. But... No, I'm not going to be happy about it. I'd much rather. Well, actually, I bet I'll see Avatar two later in the week because I'm going to see Aquaman first
1: for sure. One of those is going to move. One of those has to move, and it's. I bet Disney ain't going to pull Avatar for Aquaman. Basically, what you're saying, The Flash and Black Panther. Yeah, but man, but I can. I will tell you, I'm more excited about Aquaman than I am for Avatar two. Oh yeah, yeah, Aquaman Hands man, down. I'm much
3: more excited uh, for. Him. I'm. Uh, yeah, y'all know how I feel about Aquaman, so I get. I love. I love Tamara Morrison. I love Jason Momoa and Nicole. I love the entire cast, except for the one person who will be ruining this movie for me. I, I just I can't.
0: I get it. I, I, I wish. can't
3: give them a pass for keeping a known abuser in their cast lineup and knowing I mean, knowing what she did and then being like, well, she's an integral part of the film. We might as well just keep her. I'm like, no, slippery that's
0: slope." though. I mean, to be fair, I mean. I'm not trying to refute that. I'm not trying to defend their decision. And things are getting better with time, like on how we're dealing with with these actors and and actresses and getting them out um, whenever they are just morally reprehensible people. But at the same time, I mean, how many times we watched a movie in the past that are from known abusers? I mean, Kubrick. I mean, these people oftentimes were very difficult to work with. I think some there's people that would argue Kubrick's behavior was abusive. Does anyone not watch his movies? Uh, Roman Polanski. I mean, like yeah. these guys. I'm I'm just saying, like I'm not defending any of it or defending any of that. But the reason I'm seeing, uh, I mean, uh, again, it is what it is. We're getting better, and I hope we get get even better than where we're at with dealing with um, problems in these things because people shouldn't be making millions and millions of dollars being scumbags um but i mean at the same time that, that's just how i see it i mean because because when we say i'm not going to watch one movie with it i mean we go we you'd go down a very long list of people you're not going to be watching movies of uh, i'm just being honest there's some of them we don't even know about yet you know uh and i'm sure we will but it is what it is i'm not defending it this is not the hill i'm gonna stand on by any means is aquaman like i didn't like the first one that much frankly i'm excited for it i think it'll be cool um i gave aquaman like an eight like i think it's a pretty neat movie but it is what it is you know what i am more excited for though (laughs) december 21st super mario bros the movie what does yeah, everyone I'm think excited.
1: of this? I'm excited for that too. I'm it not. Will be the biggest train wreck ever. Or I, it it,
0: it will
3: film. it will be the biggest train wreck ever. It Why? doesn't.
1: Why
3: though? Uh, I'll say two words, uh, Chris Pratt. Okay. I I, Pratt. I just I don't think that. Let's okay. It's it's also the whole thing of he's not actually. About, I wish. Movies would stop casting just known actors as voice actors. Oh, I agree um,
0: with that, but that. That trend's not dying anytime soon.
3: Yeah, but the whole concept of let's have Chris Pratt, a white man, as Mario, an Italian plumber. Uh, and and that logic doesn't work for every character because Bowser, sure. But I just I don't. <sighs> I just think it's I think it's ruined from the first casting announcement. And then that's I'm not a big fan of Chris Pratt anymore. And that's for personal reasons. But I I just don't I I I understand where you're coming from with your previous argument of like separating an individual and their work. But sometimes the individual just sours at work for me. And sure, I, I get I,
0: that. But that's on a personal level. You, yeah. Your statement was this 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 thing is doomed. I don't yeah.
3: think it is. I I think it'll definitely be popular with kids, but I don't think it'll be popular with hardcore fans at all.
0: But to find a hardcore Mario fan is my thing. Like I don't know if there's really someone that like people are attached to is in like has to be this way or anything like that. I think this is a clean slate to make a good movie. I really do. It's so easy, really. They they really should not be able to mess this up. Uh, I don't know. I I think this is actually in a prime position to be a hit. Frankly, it's got such a name recognition to it. The cast, I I agree, is I would rather have had a lot of these people not cast in their position, but uh, they're popular. I don't know.
1: I think Charlie Day. Charlie Day is Luigi, and he's not Italian either, but nobody ever brings that up. Like, everybody's like, oh, Chris Pratt's not Italian, appropriation. I'm like
3: that's what? when i forgot no that's when i forgot about i didn't really because he's not on the um he's not showing on the casting list right now so that's when i forgot about so i i i also agree that they shouldn't have cast I, charlie day's funny probably just shouldn't have been cast in that role sure
0: yeah i'm, I'm not going to disagree i don't i'm not in a position to argue about any of that because i don't really have a foot in the race here on, on this particular film i just think it's going to be successful i think it'll be a good movie i really do Um, so I don't know. I'm, I'm not rooting for it necessarily, but I think it would be a a, hit for sure. And December 23rd has I want to dance with somebody.
1: It's a trifecta of Oscar bait. Yep. You got the Whitney Houston biopic, which is that you have Babylon, which is not known what it's about, but it's Damien Chazelle's new movie. Ooh, there we go. And the cast is phenomenal. Toby Maguire, Brad Pitt, Margot Robbie, Olivia oh, Wilde, wow. Samara Weaving, Catherine Waterston. Yeah. Spike Jones is in it. Um, and then you got the then, movie
0: based on um, The Nightingale, which is a really pretty good book. Um, yeah. So with Elle El, El and Dakota Fanning.
1: Yep. I don't know. With I think that, that was Christmas Day. To. The Christmas Day trifecta of Oscar bait.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Definitely some Oscar bait stuff. Yeah. So okay well that's uh it for the list that we have uh we're gonna go ahead and close this one off uh but we did want to uh thank you guys for listening and have a good one and that concludes our show we hope you've really enjoyed it if you did don't forget to leave us a review find us on facebook but one of the most powerful ways that we can expand our audience and the show is for you to tell your friends about us you know if they love movies and you love movies Hopefully they love our podcast too. So we would love to hear uh, you spreading the word of our show to all of your friends. And uh, tell them about our community. If they have any questions about movies, we could save them some money on some of the bad ones and tell them what uh, maybe they should watch. Uh, But either way, until next time, we hope to see you all again.